Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to The Big Thing Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. I've eaten the most delicious donut of my life. Now roll me into the recording room. I didn't get to eat that. Chris Wolfhard. Rhubarb is a controversial flavor of pie. And Dr. Agro. Also didn't get to eat that donut. Here on Gigaboots. I didn't realize how cruel it would be to bring up the donut that made me 500 pounds. <laughs> to constantly bring up the donut that ruined your life. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, when I finally posted that in uh, one of the discords I was in, Spiff popped it after me. And he's like, he has not shut up about this donut for 15 minutes. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 246. And I know what you're all thinking. You saw all the news coming out this week. You're like, oh, this big thing's going to have something big. And it sure is. So let me show you pictures of that donut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. It's a huge deal. Okay, so a bit high red, sure. But anyways, this is the bottom of the donut. Man, this Jesus is too high red. Christ. Jesus Christ. So here's the bottom of the donut. As you can see, it has a flaky and stretchy dough. Very, Jesus. very, very good. Uh, we're, we're now moving on to picture number two. I don't even know which angle this is of. These are too zoomed in for me to... Okay, there's our side profile image of that donut. Oh, it's a cronut. Yeah, it, well, it's like a cronut, but it's so deeply fried that it doesn't really crisply break apart. Like, it's not fragile. It's strong. This is this is this is the side profile, and then and then the top. Uh, it was a peanut butter and chocolate donut, but in while that was great, it was incredible. That was not what blew my mind about this donut. <laughs> but yeah, I think the closest thing out there is a cronut. This thing was delicious. Uh, I showed up forty minutes to this place cl closing, and I was like, uh, I hope they have any donuts left, and they had very few. So I thought I would order one, and it would just be okay, right stale right. if possible right i was like sure yeah it's a it's a small it's a small thing like it's an independent restaurant mm -hmm. but i thought maybe it'll be kind of mediocre because i'm showing up right before closing and, da, 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 and then and then it, it was life-changing this shit is literally what it, for a month because i think america's test kitchen the youtube algorithm has been bombarding me with uh bagel related videos uh-huh this is the experience i expected when i finally get to eat a new york city bagel where they use lye to properly dry the surface of it and then do the other weird shit that they do or whatever the hell they got going on up there <laughs> anyways and now chat's bringing up bagel, bagel with locks that does sound really good right now i still haven't tried that and that sounds delicious have you? No, I'm not sure what that is. Oh, that's the f f with the fish and the, oh, that's yeah. the salmon and uh, cream cheese. Yeah, and also the thing I can't remember the name of right now that you sprinkle on top. Anyway, but yes, capers? that yes, capers. Thank you. But yeah, I uh, it was a good donut. And there you go. That was what you were waiting all week for on Big Thick Dimension, right? Yeah, the donut they didn't know about till yesterday. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, so so much like the donut, we've experienced other amazing things, you know, more than one person on this podcast, like Super Mario Wonder. Yeah. We played that last Friday. Bob, have you played it since? No. Okay. But we beat the game completely last Friday. There mm -hmm. was like 100%ing we didn't do because 
the stream was running long and yeah it was, it was just like well we don't need to do this that's fine like i would do I, it on my own free time but that was a busy i week. looked up what you have to do to do 100 percent and i'm like no I'm, I'm sorry yeah that somebody was saying you have to get the top of the flagpole at every single level to In technically every level, you need you need every 10 coin mm -hmm. and you need every wonder seed and you need every uh top of the flagpole i think the only one of those that sounds remotely repelling to me is top of the flagpole and i'm like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard yeah it's not even like super difficult it's just like annoying like right. yeah i have to retry the level because i didn't i messed this jump up yeah they give you a fucking double jump as one of the badges or you could use the literal grappling hook you can attach to the top of the pole oh that thing hits the pole that's delightful yes they show you they show you that it does in the tutorial level for it that was a long time ago. That was me pre-donut. <laughs> <laughs> I was a different man back then. I was then. a different man back then. <laughs> oh, man. As I sit here, go, don't talk about the... <laughs> Super Mario Wonder is fucking great. Um, it really is the best Mario they've made in a very long time that isn't Mario Odyssey. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, best 2D, 2D Mario. Mm -hmm. since world at least it might be better than world which is insane i need to go back and play yoshi's island again because i hear a lot of people saying this is the best one since yoshi's island right and i don't care because i'm like that one sucked anyway <laughs> i this game does a really good job of not of having enough different ideas so it stays fresh the whole time right uh, yeah it, 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 like yoshi's island isn't mario even if you oh. like it. But it's Yoshi's just, Island is absolutely nothing like a Mario but game. But on, yeah, yeah, on the box, it says Super Mario World 2, Bob. How can it not be a Mario game? I don't know why they printed that there. The title of a Mario game <laughs> in the number I, two. <laughs> I, I, I need, to, I need <sighs> to go see if there's like a ROM hack of Yoshi's Island. It's just like, yeah, we just give you those extra levels we, that you'd have to 100% every other level in the world to get that's have them that's definitely got to be a thing if not that then a cheat code because mm. good because lord because because i keep wanting like okay i'll do a full playthrough of yoshi's island and get all that shit and get the extra levels and it's always like this sucks though why'd they why'd they do this it's a lot that game that game is definitely no it has a lot of value there's a lot of content in yoshi's island mm-hmm the variety of the game is shown basically up front, though. You get to have every basically fresh experience you're going to have with the game in the first 40 minutes. And then there's hours left of Yoshi's Island. Uh, Wonder doesn't have that problem at all. Wonder constantly is coming up with new ideas, and that's really great. Yeah, that whole Wonder Fruit's in every level and dramatically changes the way you play it frequently. And there's lots of different, like, you're still running into new things in the last world. Like, oh, I didn't expect to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just constant and... Yeah, the yeah. only thing I wish is I, that I played it on my own. <laughs> Bob's like, that fucking Dan guy ruined everything. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I thought that was Eric, though. Man, some of the clips that came out of that stream were fucking hilarious. Where it's just like, okay, we're going to all go. And then Bob scrolls the screen away from me and Eric. And we're like, no! <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, no, that stream was really, really funny. <laughs> And that game's really, really delightful. It's like the first time in a very long time I've played a 2D Mario game and gone, oh man, this is an immediate contender for game of the year. <laughs> I can't remember that ever happening.
Yeah, it was a 2D Mario game. Not so much. Like, I like New Super Mario Bros. U, but at no point was I like, this is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> like, I don't know. But this this thing's immaculate. There's so much to do, and it's it's really, really good. Can my co-host hear me right now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's a Twitch problem. Fuck you, live viewers. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the podcast still exists on our end. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all that matters. That's right. Going up on YouTube and RSS feeds later. Um, but yeah, I don't know how much else I want to say about Super Mario Wonder. It is noteworthy. We spent almost the entire playthrough just playing as the princesses. You right. Know, Daisy, Peach, Toadette. Absolutely princess, yes. Yes. Um, and only in the last level, possibly, of the last world did we both switch to Mario and Luigi and we're like, whoa, their animations are fucking nuts compared to them. Right? Which is sad, but still, it's cool how good those look. I just wish that Daisy and Peach looked better. Oh, yeah. But oh, at, the at the same time, if they put the animation effort into Peach's face, we might end up with movie Peach or box art Peach where she's just going. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's worth the trade. Why do you hate no. strong women, Dan? I... I like <laughs> Is that is that a sign of strength just scrunching your mouth up and showing it to one side of your face? I mean that's how I, I mean, do it. I mean that's what that's what Dreamworks thinks it is. <laughs> but I, I, I do think I would like it if we eventually move away <sighs> from Peach having I would like Peach to have an expression that isn't a completely vapid smile. Uh huh. Where it's like there's nothing behind her eyes. Look, she needs to look vacant mentally so that way people can project into her. It's like Master Chief, okay? This is an important I, feature of Peach. There are there are a lot of people who would like to project into Peach and date Bowser, but I don't think that they should be catered to as the primary audience of the Mario series. Maybe the Super Mario RPG remake will have her make like expressions and I'll have to be, oh, look, you can do that without turning her into the, Mar into the movie Peach. Right. Yeah, I actually haven't spent a lot of time looking at her expressions in that. Um, like in the trailers for that and stuff. So I am very curious how that looks. Yeah, I'm like, uh, I, why would I want to see that in a trailer? I, I know I'm going to buy this game and I know every most of the things in the game already because I played it 30 years ago. Yeah, it really is peak. Um, why would I go look up content for this? I've already played the game and the whole thing is getting to see the new Right, visuals. so when they did this big trailer this week, I was trying to avoid it, but everyone keeps posting pictures and spoilers from it. It's like, dude, it's Mario RPG. I just I know I want that. So why you why do you feel the need to repost this? <laughs> and they're just posting stuff from it. Yeah. I mean, it's a trailer and had a good art in it. That's right. all they that's all they care. Also, like complaining about spoilers on a 27 year old. Right. <laughs> Is it it's just like it's apparently stuff came out about Q-Lix and stuff. Even it's like, oh, OK, I don't yeah, want sounds about right. right. I wonder if Fox got the fucking mutes in in time. Right. Hopefully. I, I hope I hope she did. When's that game come out? Like next week. Yeah. Yeah. Something uh, like that. I think it's I think it's two weeks from today. Yeah, I think it's two weeks from to, to literally today. Okay. Um Yeah, that's what people are saying in chat too. So 17th. So mm -hmm. Um Yeah, hopefully she got those mutes. <laughs> What's Super Mario like? Put it in an RPG. Anyway. I will say just because I because I saw a little bit of one of the trailers again. 
Sony, Microsoft, your asses are done the instant <laughs> a Nintendo game can run above 720p. You're just cooked. Yeah, it's going to be really hard for them to justify, like, Spider-Man 2 looks immaculate. But to a lot of people, the art design of a Nintendo game cranked up to post PS4 power levels will just look better in their brain. Right. Like, I think Spider-Man looks incredible, but there's still moments when I'm like, I mean, it's nice, but not spectacular. <laughs> like, not in a way right that, that makes me like, oh, this is just immaculate and can't, like, I need this. Like nothing about it. Like, well, I well even, that's because you didn't play on fidelity mode. Even in the like the big bombastic open, I was like, I kind of thought it'd look a little better. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I th I think they have an absolute problem on their hands the second that the Switch Two comes out. But that's not new news for this podcast. No, that is, that is month running now. As far as the animations go for Peach and Daisy, I wish that they did more with the way their dresses animate. Because I feel like a ton of expression comes from like the way move, arms and legs move from Mario and Luigi, and that just isn't there for Peach and Daisy. Yeah, that's true. Like, Yeah, the most the most you get is, like, if you do the spin jump, you can see their dress actually animating to, like, wrap around them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Are are you saying that they should add some phys -ex? Is that Would that solve it if we got some phys middleware on the dresses? No. No? See, see, no, they, you need they, to have... They, they, hand animated thing where you see their legs moving as they try to hold the dress up or something see, bob why do you want to see Wa animations of peaches and daisy's legs moving you deviant. in mario wonder 2 in mario wonder 2 they just need to throw off their dresses in the opening and have like gymnast gear under it and they just wear that for the game <laughs> yes. yes give me the strikers outfit for daisy give it to me <laughs> yes and give them that quirky triple jump you get in like donkey kong 94 so that way they're literally <laughs> jumping onto their hands to do another other bigger jump off <laughs> fucking everyone would just be 10 like the olympics <laughs> 10 10 10 10 that that actually would be amazing but what if instead of throwing them off they literally just tore them off and it was like some fucking epic moment where it's just like no, Kenshiro no, it shit. It needs to be like the Yakuza thing where a character can remove their jacket, their shirt, and their necklace. In by one doing movement. this. Yeah, <laughs> by just moving their arm up into the side. Yeah. No, that's always a good trick. I need to do that in an edit in live action at some point. That would be really good to just be like, and now it's on the couch over there and flying through midair. Um, Super Mario Wonder, not sure if you knew, is a good game. Bob, do you have any other things you wanted to talk about with it? It really is a game you should just play. Yeah, like you don't want to hear every little thing described. It's just, oh man, each level is kind of magical in its own way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm not so attention whoring or uh, needy for your, you to think I'm funny or cute or whatever as to just sit here and ruin your life by describing every cool thing in this game and you attaching that to me saying it out loud as, you know... Oh, this guy's this guy's cool. It's like, no, he's just telling you what's in the fucking video game. <laughs> the video game's cool. He's just some guy who won't shut up and stop spoiling it. Um fantastic game, highly recommended. Imagine if a Nintendo game ever went on sale. <laughs> at least they launched it at 60 and not 70. Did you imagine they launched it at 70? Well, even if they launched it at 70, you just buy those vouchers. I'm surprised all their games aren't 70 now to encourage people to buy two games more often. Yeah. I, I mean, I, just, I know two, I just do it. Bought, 
If you bought two $70 games with those vouchers, you saved $40. But check this out. If I buy if I buy a game and then get one free, then it was all free. <laughs> uh I wonder what Black Friday is going to look like this year. I'm really curious. Yeah, I doubt this will be on it, but maybe something older from Nintendo, like maybe Zelda. Maybe Zelda. Maybe something else that people maybe should have picked up that features a dog. Bayonetta? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one. I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited to get the Sonic Superstars for $30 on Black Friday because Lord knows that game ain't selling. Yeah, yep. and uh, since apparently she's doing the same thing I'm doing of implying it'll happen on content, I guess I will too. Yeah, I need that game to go on sale on Steam so that way I can like uh, do some Parsec multiplayer with Sarlene. <laughs> <laughs> I need that chop chop Steam sale. Get going. Um, but we played some other games. We successfully beat the last two Classic Vanias as a part of the Dot Level Classic Vania Community Challenge. Yeah. Did you know Castlevania is pretty cool? Whoa. Bob, did you know there's a 60 frames per second patch for Dracula X Chronicles, but it breaks the cutscenes? I didn't know that. That's sad. So there aren't that many cutscenes. Does it break it in a way where it's unplayable? Or can you just uh, skip no, the No, I'm pretty sure you can skip the cutscenes, okay. but I haven't looked into it myself. Like, that'd I be... might have to look into that. Right. Because yeah. like, that game's honestly great even at 30, mm -hmm. so it at 60 would be like fucking incredible. I'm really glad we're at the end of the month on that and not like Rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> rebirth is I, I i i hate to keep bringing this up like this point of like all it need all the hardest entry in a series to get will always inexplicably be really pumped up by the community oh no um, i'm dead um <laughs> <laughs> sorry the donut heard, invaded you for a second <laughs> i've heard nothing like for a decade plus, I was like, man, they won't let you play the best classic Vania. Oh, is that how it was yeah, described was. to you? Yeah, that, that checks out. Uh, if, if it weren't just the Big Lots version of a Castlevania game, that would help. There you go, Agro. You can have the donut now. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it, uh, it is the, like a we unbelievably funny budget project where it's just like, well, we have all these sprites. They don't really match. Just put fish though, man. Uh, yeah, no, there's all sorts of like every part of that game is what you would describe as gaudy as the sound design has Hanna-Barbera laser sound effects and other shit going on. Uh, the graphics aren't all cohesive at all mm -hmm. um like certain elements are from one game other elements are from another we took soma's bat transformation and turned it into the default bat in this game we took crazy. the we took the big skeleton from mario sorrow and just shoved its head into walls to shoot out fireballs uh there's there's a lot of incohesion with everything the entire thing's incohesive mm -hmm. like the entire thing the sound design the visual design everything uh, the levels are designed around you having mid-air control because by default the game controls like that. You have to boot the game and then quit the game once in order to um, unlock classic jump controls. Um, you know, where you have to commit to the jump and that's it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, for our classic Mania video from 2019, 
Even though I changed that option before turning off the game and turning it back on, it didn't save that I had changed that option. So we got stuck with the Castlevania jump, which that game's platforms are not really designed for. Um, that game is one step above Order of Shadows. It is literally Java Phone Game Plus. Right. It's like it's Java Phone Game, but it plays right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't hate it like I used to. I uh, can't believe anyone gassed it up that much to Chris, but, you know, I know a lot of the, um, I know a lot of the retro gaming community has a huge boner for the Wii, Mm -hmm. especially in that era. So anything that was released on that, that was, uh, you know, a rebirth is probably more gassed up than it should be. Yeah, um, I figure playing the other Reverse games will also be a fitting dis- level of disappointment because I've heard nothing but Contra's amazing. Yeah, I played enough of that Contra to call bullshit on that, frankly. <laughs> uh, I haven't played that much of it, but I played enough for it to be like... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the Gradius seemed okay, but you know, I need to play through more of that to really know where it falls. I would be interested in doing a series where we check out the Rebirths after playing every other entry in those series and then being like, where does it... <laughs> where does it fit you know i would love series that is piss off internet <laughs> um the worst part though as castlevania fans okay is that that was the first rebirth they did so the widescreen doesn't work right at all and none of the assets can decide what the pixel aspect ratio is so the moon's fucked up but other things are fine and Hmm. it's all over it because they didn't know what the widescreen would look like uh also if you're on a real wii which we played it on dolphin worth noting that's like one of the only streams we've done in years that was played on an emulator right if you exclude the mr fpga console from such a definition um playing on that at least you can get a crisp pixel scan out but if you're playing on the original wii and you set it for 16 by 9 your game will just have like 40 percent less resolution so it will just become blurrier then if you set it for the correct pixel resolution, it will still be blurry because it has the Wii's built-in blur and you can't disable it. It literally won't boot. Um, Great. Yeah. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, I, I feel like the pecking order, okay? The pecking order for me, having played through all 14 of those uh-huh. for Dots Challenge is... So, so, so here at the bottom, okay? Order of Shadows was not a part of this, but we're going to put Order of Shadows. <laughs> and one step above that is Castlevania Legends. And then one step above that is Adventure Rebirth. Oh, it doesn't even get above Castlevania Adventure? Castlevania the Adventure has an excuse. It's a fucking Game Boy launch title. Yeah. There's something to be said for a game that's shambling corpse of a game that's at least cohesive. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's... I can't play adventure. So where does XX fall? <laughs> right? Maybe that goes below Adventure Rebirth. <laughs> it was like, all it, all it has is good music. Yeah, that's true. So that's something. That is something. Adventure Rebirth's music isn't the worst. It's not the best. It's, right. You know, I don't, I don't think it's as good as many of the other ones, but Yeah. I don't hate Adventure Rebirth like I used to, but it certainly is a gaudy-ass motherfucker over there in the corner of this goddamn room. Uh, it was a real bummer, though, to 
boot judgment in Dolphin and be like, yeah, that's locked at 30 frames per second, and then play Adventure Rebirth, and then play Dracula X Chronicles, and be like, man, all of these are the end of Castlevania. No wonder I was thrust into deep depression by this, because uh, parallel to these, Ports of Ruin and Order of Ecclesia are great, but you watch them build out the franchise with these cheap projects like these and Harmony of Despair. Yeah, no, it was really frustrating just being like, if these things had the money, they could have been cool. And Dracula X Chronicles is way cooler than oh, Harmony yeah. of Despair, Judgment, and Adventure Rebirth. Uh, Dracula X Chronicles is shockingly beautiful even now. Like, they did an amazing job for that fidelity. Um, and it feels ra rather responsive for 30 frames per second. Mm -hmm. Like, they did the best they could, really. If anything, they should have just taken Dracula X Chronicles, made a fancy version of it, and released it for $50 on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Heck, only a few years later, like, it would have been perfectly acceptable to put that on, like, PS3 and just with higher-res textures. Oh, you mean, like, Lords of Shadow, yeah, like, Mirror of Fate HD? Yeah, exactly. That God, now I'm just thinking about how much better Dracula X Chronicles looks than Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate HD. Yeah. Art design turns out pretty important. <laughs> um... Yeah, aside from that, I don't have a lot to say other than, uh, man, Dracula still still makes that cheetah sound or whatever. And he goes, meow, every time you hit him. And that's unbelievably funny. It's... Perhaps the most fitting ending for a game whose sound design is that slip shot. <laughs> what about ray gun sounds? <laughs> Should he have made those two? No. Okay, no, the meow is peaking. <laughs> the meow is peak. You can't, you, can't, you can't put laser guns and enhance the meow. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. That's all I'm going to say about Castlevania. It was a great time. It brought me back to the days when we would do Castlevania Day and we would just gather friends and play the new Castlevania that they released basically yearly. Uh-huh. Remember that? That was cool. That was really cool. What a what a great time in gaming. So surely it had to come to an end. Only Call of Duty gets yearly installments now. You're like, there's also Madden. No, there isn't. I can't, like, we can't pretend that's a legitimate releases anymore. The number's higher. <laughs> There's a new number on the box. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's it. What if they gave them subtitles? Madden, Gallery of Labyrinth. <laughs> Madden 25, Minuet of Dawn. <laughs> some of, some man game got a subtitle like that. I'm trying to remember what it was. It might have been the 20th one. I could have sworn they were like... Yeah, I think they did stick some text on the title for Madden 20. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, because there's at least one where they just put goat. But I feel like there was one where it was actually... Excuse me, they put goat? Yeah, like the greatest of all time. They just put goat But on yeah, it. they just put goat. They abbreviated it. Um, that was either Madden or NBA. I can't remember which. Uh, speaking of Go, it was really cool uh, checking out some of the other people streaming the Classovania Dot Challenge because uh, The Last Seahorse was playing a lot of OC Remix Castlevania music, and I'm like, I've listened to every single one of these songs at least 23 times because I just took the section that's Castlevania Remixes from OC Remix and played that in a playlist for years. Mm -hmm. um, so that was neat. I knew basically every song. It if i didn't out. know it i'm like i guess this didn't come out in the four years of oc remix existing i don't know <laughs> uh, but that was great goat is one of the composers who did a pretty good remix okay i was yeah. like how is this connected to goat i get it but that's, that's how because oc remix is the goat <laughs> uh but yeah good good remixes good times it was real good
It was real good. Bob. Yeah. Did you play other video games? Um, I played some of Ease 10 Nordics because they put a demo out in the Japanese store. Oh, cool. Wait, you can read Japanese? No. <laughs> Wait, but I but I've watched watch? enough anime to know exactly what's happening. Okay, there we go. So, Bob, tell <laughs> me about these dicks. <laughs> They're Nords, okay, Dan? Don't okay, sc- tell me about these scorns. <laughs> so the, the game starts out like most ease games where Adol Christian is riding a boat. Uh I was super surprised. The boat doesn't wreck. I know That's it's, weird. It's spoilers, but they don't wreck the boat. He gets what? to land at port and get off the boat. Has before, that happened more than once before? Before that, uh-huh. they are boarded by uh, Nordic pirates, basically. Okay. Yeah. And they fight them off, and then they're just like, okay, they leave. Well, we kill them. We're good. Um, but yeah, it's it's really strange. It's just like, this isn't an ease game. What's happening? The boat's fine. Well, 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 f- because of where this is on the timeline, like the curse wasn't fully in power yet. Let me look at the timeline one moment. This is this is immediately after East 1 and 2. Oh! Oh, I thought this was after okay. 3 even, but no, just 1, two. wow. Okay. That explains yeah. why the ghost so young with the portrait look for for uh, e, or for eight all this time. For Easeman. <laughs> Easeman. <laughs> Dogi is with you, but you don't get to play as him, and all I can think the whole time is, where's, where's the Dogi game? <laughs> I want to play as Doki and then be like, yeah, it's sorry, Adol, you can't do anything. I can help. Congrats. <laughs> Welcome to being a Tails fan. <laughs> it sucks it suck so bad that the only East game where you can play as Doki is what I think is probably the worst one, E7. I haven't played it, is, but... Is that, that the PSP PS- one? That is the PSP one, and it has this problem where you do the whole game, and you're like, okay, that was a pretty decent game. It's time to go to the end now, and they're like, no. This is the midway point. Do all the levels again. Oh, that sucks. Cool. Great. Um, awesome. To compare it to nine, I think it's really weird. You get a, you get into an opening town really quickly, but you, the town has a lot of invisible walls. The town looks better than it does in nine, but nine, the whole thing was you got movement options that let you just wildly run around the town in goofy ways. Right, yeah. You can literally scale all the buildings and fly through the air and do crazy shit in these nine for people who haven't played it. Yeah, but it's way more down to earth and just like this is just a RPG town. Like you don't yeah. expect to fight here and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's not a monster boy this yeah, time. Yeah, he's not a, thank God. Thank God we're not Yeah that design was real bad. It was. <laughs> this is probably the best Adol design in a long time. Maybe he is best yeah. one in three D. I like I like East eight at Adol a lot. Yeah, he's all right there for sure. I think this one's better just because I like the gigantic uh, shorts he has. <laughs> uh, but the whole gimmick with this one is uh, you have two characters. So you have him and I don't know the name of the other characters in Japanese. OK, uh, but it's like uh, a Nordic uh, girl who uses an axe. Mm-hmm. Cool. And they're literally bound together by like this energy thread. So, like, they try and walk apart, and then she just falls over because I guess Adol's too strong to even be moved for her trying to walk away from so, him. So, it's Knuckles Chaotix. Yes, it's Knuckles Chaotix. Uh, so, you, <laughs> so, you can hold the R2 button, and then they both attack simultaneously and stand next to each other. Oh, cool. So, they still warp over to you, and you both attack at once. Huh. Or if you're playing as her, Adol warps over to her. Mm. Uh, and they also have special attacks you get during that too. Like, okay, hold the R2 button, hit circle, and you'll do like this crushing attack. Mm-hmm. 
And the R2 button also doubles as like the guard in this game. So you can do like uh, parries using mm. it. And then they get a combo like uh, counter attack. It's like, oh, this is neat. Weirdly, uh, you have a dodge button, but the dodge looks like it's literally in slow motion. Like it doesn't move you as much and it looks really slow. I honestly wonder if it's going to be upgraded throughout the game. Because right now, the it seems like you you shouldn't dodge. You should just use this parry button. And is it just like all iframes and shit just goes through you if you're no. in animation? It does not seem to even have iframes, which is like, man, this this dodge doesn't seem right. Um, so that's really strange because in previous these games that have gone 3D, you've had the dodge button. If you do a perfect dodge, you get slowed down time, and then you also have the guard button that does what it does in this game. We're getting a counterattack, whereas it feels like now you really just need to be doing that counterattack because the dodge just seems wrong. Which again, maybe you'll get an item that fixes that. <laughs> Because you do get, like you get different things throughout this demo. I got a I like a grappling hook, which lets you in combat like grab over towards enemies and pull towards them, and also to reverse stuff, you can like throw it onto various parts of the environment environment and do swings, which is surprisingly physics based. You can actually like Ooh. move Adel around and manually well like build up momentum. That makes sense. It's Knuckles Chaos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck why is that the inspiration for this game they're like well these two are stuck together are there any great video games where two protagonists were attacked by an energy ring <laughs> good lord um this demo lets you play a surprising amount mm -hmm. so it's literally just the beginning of the game uh, like 30 or so minutes in Adol goes into his inner world, like his mind, and you fight monsters and on, then finds an old man on a farm. And he's like, I'll teach you how to do this. And then you get like an incredible or you get a bonus power to your counterattacks. I'm like, what the heck is happening? Did he get Kurt? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, like he the only other the thing that happens earlier is you get a magic seashell. And that activates your ability to use uh, magic sword powers and actually kill these things that are immortal, like these monsters that will keep regenerating. It lets you kill them. Um, so maybe it has something to do with that and the mysterious lady who talks to you through the seashell. I hate that Lords of Shadow has damaged me so much. That you're like, so he goes into his mind and I'm like, palace? <laughs> I immediately thought of wolf doors. <laughs> If we're all damaged, then it's fine. <laughs> and it's normal, actually. And this also has a Uncharted-like set piece for Adol running through an exploding town. What? It's the most adorable thing version of that you could imagine, because it's... That sounds, like, worth buying at launch, just to see. Yeah, it's Falcom making an Uncharted, like, run through city exploding. Oh, man. Yeah, like, so it's, it's really charming. It's like if, you, if it happened in a PS2 game. Yes! And I mean, like a mid-tier PS2 game, right. not like a, not, not like a Resident Jack. Evil Four, right? Not not God of War, not Resident Evil, like. right? Something more like Tack and the Power of Juju. <laughs> I, I'm all for that. I, I I we need more developers. Like, just do it. Yeah, I also like that they have like cinematic things that happen during a boss battle, mm -hmm. but they're like two seconds. It's like here's a cool cinematic attack you do. You're still playing the game though. It's not like. 
in oh, okay. say seven remake or something where it's like here's a cool cinematic attack you guys do together it takes 30 seconds and you have to watch every time you do the battle right like no it's something that's gameplay really, first really slow is it small right yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those tra those trailers had lots of cool things of like Adol block like sword fighting the bosses and stuff in little cutscenes that I thought was very neat. Yeah, yeah, and you'd they see had, that. They had, they had to roll the timeline back because this is before Adol got Super Saiyan Blue and could just eradicate anything in the universe by looking at it. <laughs> Even in this though, you run into the first like I don't they're like weird gray skinned monster they're called people. Griegers. You run into that. Who them. knows if that'll be the localization, but that's what they are in Japan. And they beat you up a little bit, but they start c coping and seizing because you can actually hurt them because you have that magic that, oh. that can stop regeneration. Uh, see, I, I always love in Arkanapishtim the uh, the sixth game, the sixth uh -huh. East game. Yeah, where it's where you fight this first boss, and then Adol collapses from exhaustion, and his sword breaks, and like the natives show up and say, "What do you mean you killed this thing without our magic?" material yes. that lets you hurt them that you was pretty good to death <laughs> D that shouldn't be possible dude do you like have an explosion in your sword it's like well kind of actually yeah a little bit we should we that's what, that's why i'm i'm like the part of east nine to piss me off the most was the guy that like nothing personal teleports behind adel i'm like no that's the one character you're not allowed to do that to <laughs> yeah especially that late in the timeline him and Kazuma Kiryu, you're not allowed to, like, have a character prove they're big and strong by humiliating those two characters specifically. We, uh, when we inevitably do some East thing, uh -huh. we should do a chronological order of Ooh. the game's timeline. Ooh. Not chronological release. No. Well, it was a good month. Unfortunately, we jumped from three to seven. or something insane like that. I'm sure uh, something's going to jackknife. It goes one... Two, ten, three, four, or no, it goes one, two, ten, four, three, five, eight, six, seven, nine. And we need like two different versions of four in there at least. Even though everyone will tell us, please don't. <laughs> so that means our play length is going to be like moderate, 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 a little bigger, moderate, insane, insane. <laughs> Yeah, but I assume 10 is also going to be insanely long. We'll see. Right. Uh, Relative yeah, to an ease game. Anything's just, you know. But yeah, Origins obviously goes at the beginning. Right. Like everyone knows that. It's in the title. Yeah, it's right there. It's right It'd be there. kind of insane if they made one before Origins. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the dumbest title ever. Can you imagine? <laughs> Origins Zero. Right. Um, also, the... Adol gets to drive a boat. Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I think that might actually be more shocking than the boat landing and him getting off just fine. I don't know. Something about him actually piloting it feels more natural than him being able to survive being on a boat. Well, there's some violated by someone else. I think six is the one that opens with him literally getting off a boat. Uh, one of the uh, that and maybe no, three. No, six, six. He gets shipwrecked. OK, what about five? <laughs> Uh, that takes place in a desert. I thought he, one of the PS2 saved... ones opening sequence is him getting off the fucking boat, but uh, mm. one. I think he safely gets off the boat in one in in East One. He successfully gets to Celceta or not Celceta, uh, Felgana in Oath and Felgana, which he yes, arrives on. In that boat. is true. 
I believe he arrives safely in seven. One, he washes up on a fucking shore. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I I think it depends on the version. I think in some he just shows up in a boat. Because I don't think I don't think. Uh, I forget. There's like there's like four different games that have storm walls. There's all kinds of shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But piloting boats are actually pretty fun. Like they made us have a. Uh, fighting other boat systems similarly to Kingdom Hearts 3. So you actually, huh. like, you have a, two kinds of cannons, one that just sort of can shoot in any direction, and one that you need to line up uh, facing the side of the boat. Ooh. Um, My brain forgot about the Pirates world when he said Kingdom Hearts 3 ship fighting. So at first <laughs> I'm like, like, the gummy ship? That seems very different. That, from that would be bizarre. How, <laughs> how would you translate the gummy ship combat into... Oh, right, Pirates of the Caribbean. That was That was an awesome part of that game. The best. Really, like, I feel like it's kind of undisputedly the best in that game. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. I'm trying to think of... Because it's so easy to think of what's the worst, mm-hmm. which is, you know, sadly, the Big Hero 6 world, because it's 6, just yeah, not the done. The just it's, isn't done. There should be yeah. a lot more there, and it's just not. I, I think, yeah, I think Pirates was the best world in Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was fun. And, man, this game sure looks nice and runs well. It doesn't have any of those upscaling artifacts. It looks like a PS2 game that's up-resed insanely. <laughs> if you're playing the big think drinking game, take a shot now. <laughs> but no, I, I do appreciate a video game that looks nice and crisp and doesn't have horrible temporal AA artifacts all over it. Yeah. And I, like I said before, I think it's got the best design for Adol in a long time. I think the designs all around are really nice. Like, I like the new girl. They start have the version she starts with where she's wearing like a, a Nordic helmet, and that's cool. But then the, they're like, everyone in town is scared of you. Please stop. <laughs> uh, I didn't write this into my news, so I'll bring it up now. Uh, Starfield actually is getting the DLSS update sometime soon. So I, I win because I didn't play it at all. So it, it will look at all decent. Hopefully it not only has DLSS, but DLAA where it doesn't like it literally uses that deep learning just to add anti-aliasing instead of trying to replace pixels wholesale. Right. Um, yeah, no, I can't stress how much better than fucking FSR two DLSS is. They were like, we're bringing DLSS. And I'm like, yeah, they're like, frame generation i'm like this is motherfucker (laughs) i want it to look better if i wanted image artifacts i already have modes for that right i could also just take a hammer to my gpu look there's there's not there's not a checkbox on this metric for look better so we just went with the one where the number went up (laughs) what's the highest number of dlss okay we'll support that and i'm like you have to support the other ones too though right and they just stare at me with the anakin stare Oh, right. I was going to ask, yeah. does the Ease world always have two moons? Because in this game, they pan up to it and show it and like just for a second, like it's just normal and there's nothing uh, mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I won't be surprised if we because they've they've talked about like, yeah, a lot of the people who started at Falcom that are still here are getting to retire. So we might do a wrap up Adol game eventually. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to one of the moons and it's just fake. <laughs> yeah yeah man it is a little bit of a bummer thinking about where this is set in the timeline because we don't get to advance it forward but at the same time like this looks like a really good game so it's okay though here's why it works they're gonna invent a villain that 
Adol has always had his real arch nemesis. And in the next game, you'll get to finally defeat the series long antagonist. Guy ass face. <laughs> this is Adol's brother. He grew up with in the orphanage. He was always a thing, but we never mentioned him. I, I would be more okay with them bringing back the boss of the, like the final boss of East two, who they go into really hard in East origin. Cause that dude's a dirt bag. Right. And I would be okay with him being the final boss of the franchise. Right. But if they just try to introduce some guys, like he's always been, imp if they do the Warcraft thing where it's like, well, you see, you know, that thing 20 years ago, he was just off camera making it happen. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. But yeah. Uh, aggro. Have you, did you have any experience with the PSP God of war? That's literally that where it's like your brother you grew up with here are cutscenes of you being sad as he's taken by demons oh my god no i was making an uncharted 4 joke right, oh, right. Shit. i just figured well, i would also clarify this has happened more than once <laughs> at least at least the brother was set up if you beat um god of war one on a certain difficulty yeah no 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 it's you beat all the trials in god of war 2 i think in god of war 1 you get to find out that kratos is zeus's son if you if you beat all the extra shit. And then in two, they're like, he had a brother also. Hmm. I know Jaffe was there when the idea of his brother was birthed, but the thing is like Jaffe left in the middle of two. So who knows? Yeah. I could have sworn one of them. You couldn't like a costume that was his brother. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I thought that was one, but I guess it's two. It doesn't really matter which it is. Right. Man, God of War 2 still looks absolutely fucking nuts for a PS2 game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd sure be nice if they'd let you plus play it on the PS5. Hey, now that you don't have a fucking release schedule anymore, Sony, it'd be a great time to get on that. Mm-hmm. It sure fucking would. You know what costs a lot less money to make than a games as a service? Games as a port? Importing, <laughs> porting a game collection to your fucking new platform? Yeah. If Konami's anything to go by, turns out you could just do a really lazy port of the last port you did and improve nothing. And that's good enough. Yeah. If they put out Metal Gear Solid 4 in 720p, I swear to God, I'm mm. getting a ticket to Japan. I'm going to protest in front of their building. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least they'll inevitably also have to put it on PC and somebody can just go, I fixed it. Yeah, you hope. Yeah. Because, you know, should. Should work. And then it turns out, uh, uh, yeah, we, the, 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 it's actually a really complicated fork of the PS3 emulator. You know, I was hearing from someone once that there have been products that shipped with the Dolphin emulator just in I them. Think, um, I and think that's what the, the Killer 7 PC port is. Right. So I just sit here and then wonder... Where the fuck's our judgment port, Konami? Where's our adventure rebirth port, Konami? Yeah, I'm like, adventure rebirth for sure. I, at least judgment has that air of like the community doesn't like it that much. Like there's a little bit of negative sentiment around it at least. What community cuts to a graveyard? They're like, the, the lively Castlevania community, they're real, they're real. The planet Earth aged out of a Castlevania community, Bob. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. But yeah, Ease is really the only thing I have to play this week other oh, okay. than the stuff we did for streams. And I, I played more Spider-Man 2. I figure I'll talk about that. Uh, you guys know how I said I'd be all Spider-Man 2 in one sitting? 
where I basically did every side quest in another city. Yeah, that's how you do it. <laughs> right. That's why they call it Spider-Man 2, because it's only two play sessions long. <laughs> that game's tight. I really like parrying. Real fun. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on there. I'm excited to talk about it more in the future. But I thought I would at least bring it up because, you know, I haven't had a lot of... I, I had to drive for like 11 hours this week. So I didn't have a whole lot of fuck around and find out time. That's just unfortunate because there are certain things that we need to get videos out on and stuff <laughs> that uh, I just didn't have time to do yet. But soon. Anyway... Uh, aggro! Yo! What have you been playing? Uh, well, first of all, I finished up 7th Cast VR. Ooh. Oh, cool. The 7th Cast VR. Yeah. Uh, I... I really wanted to be down on this game around the middle of it. Because there are certain things it wants you to do with your always physically hands that it it's not quite equal to making fun or workable so every now and then you fuck up a puzzle because you're trying to hit a button with your giant hand and it just doesn't for some reason you are dropping out a lot right now oh well let's con let's continue and see if it keeps up <laughs> okay uh so seventh guest it, it turns out it's just it's really really good uh the entire aesthetic of the creepy mansion's fantastic the 3D FMV actors, where they scanned them in three dimensions, so you can just walk around them while they're doing their thing, and which is sick as hell. It's yeah. really cool, and like sometimes because of that technique, their the finer details sort of morph into themselves, and they put a filter over it. And in VR, with that level of presence, it the whole thing comes together, and it looks like the ghostly echoes of the past. It's right. fucking amazing. Yeah, some of the puzzles in this game are like. Like, I was talking about the room VR. And like, yeah, the puzzles are there, and they're pretty good. No, you know, they're not. Some of the puzzles in this game are fucking hard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of them are made hard because they'd be a lot faster if you could just click a thing on a screen and not lean over to VR, grab a lever to actuate something every time you needed to change something. Mm. So, yeah, sometimes it being VR makes the puzzles a pain in the ass to actually do. But mm -hmm. the puzzles themselves are great. Uh, the story gets completely wacky by the end. I really need to play the original to see if it ends the same way. Somebody, somebody gave a heads me a heads up on Seventh Guest VR. I was just talking about new, or a heads up on the original, the ah. Seventh Guest, because we were talking about the new one, how exciting that is. I was like, yeah, Agro's got so much praise for it. They're like, oh yeah, that one's great. By the way, the original one has you solve a puzzle by putting together a racist nursery rhyme, and I'm like, excuse me. Maybe we're uh, not streaming that one. <laughs> going to Steam, adding to <laughs> That's going to be like, some 90s jank. I'm yeah. for it. Agro's like, I need to know which one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so 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 you're you're interested in checking out the original, huh? I am, because there's no racist nursery rhyme puzzle in this one. Right, and you just <laughs> you need to solve that mystery. It's like, I think I clocked in at about six hours to play the whole game. And what never, what never ever stops being fun. Like I explained before, hey, you got the lantern and everywhere you shine it, the, the, the old dilapidated mansion looks like it did on that night. <gasps> well, the mansion is also covered in oil painting, some of which are like 
most of which actually are real actual paintings. And every time you shine the lantern on them, they alter, sometimes hilariously and sometimes in deeply disturbing ways. Ooh. Yeah. It's it's a good time. Uh, I, I was really glad to add this to the stack of atmospheric puzzle games coming out of VR. <laughs> I love this genre so much. It fucking rules, dude. <laughs> I, uh, that game of the year is going to be vicious. (laughs) (laughs) It's never been worse than this. Yes, Super Mario Wonder is so full of joy, but let me tell you about 3D Jigsaw Puzzles. (laughs) Let me tell you about this amazing atmospheric horror. No, not Scorn. Not Scorn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Scorn VR update. Let's go. Oh my god. I don't want to be in there. The, the game's like, pump your gun. And I'm like, I didn't buy a VR headset to jack off my gun. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm alone in that. Um, <clears throat> did you play anything else, Hagar? I did. Uh, I, I have finally run out the clock. I have freed myself. I finished Trails of Cold Steel 1. Wow. Holy shit. Agro, when you saw the thing, how excited were you when you saw the thing and realized that 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 thing was now in this series? I screamed, oh, fuck yeah. Give me the thing. Give me the thing, you bastards. I'm surprised this isn't going to end with you going, and I immediately bought and start started Trails of Cold Steel too. I can't. I yeah, we got game of the year, Brad. Very down. My backlog in VR alone is like six games. <laughs> right. Yeah, I heard this... they even released that Vampire the Masquerade VR game. Yeah, and it looks good. What? What? Yeah, what? it's never which, been more dire. Which I thought there was a rule against Vampire the Masquerade games looking good ever again. Like, at all, just not allowed, but the, the, the VR game looks good. I don't... Anyways, aggro. The back half of this game does a thing I have never encountered before, where it completely just fucking Return of the Kings, and I thought I had fought the last boss, like, twice, and I thought I was close to the credits, like, three times. But it kept, like, bringing the lights back up, and there was one more section, and I'm like, bro, you said final chapter. It's so, <laughs> five it's so, hours and, ago. And <laughs> It's so funny because you do the last thing and you're like, okay, the plot of this game is resolved. And there's like, okay, well, there's this other thing you have to do. And I'm like, well, okay, that, that's sort of attached to the main plot. But it, this is like an epilogue thing, right? We're winding down. And then it's like, no, here's a whole nother thing that, that ends on a cliffhanger for the next game. Oh, my God. Yeah, these guys really know how to write a game one. All of the world building is, here's this thing you're going to need to know. Here's this thing that's going to come up later. <laughs> they, I, di- I, I need you guys to know that the final battle of this game has a tutorial in it. Because it's for something you've never done before in the uh-huh. entire rest of the game. Now, I wait, hated it. One moment. Yeah, I was going to ask Chris complimentary or derogatory i i think it's cool enough that it's worth the kind of jankiness it is in this game they improve it significantly in the future games <laughs> where it's used more he's not wrong it's cool as shit i fucking hate it <laughs> yeah i was like oh no now once we need you, a tiebreaker figure out once you figure out how it works mm-hmm. it, it's pretty solid that just makes me think of course of xenoblade 2 is like 
tutorials happening 50 hours in. Yeah, no, Xenoblade's <laughs> so good about that. It's, it's so fucking hilarious. They're like, by the way, here's this new thing. And I'm like, I'm a 50-year-old man. Just let it fucking end. I don't want to learn new things. <laughs> this game has uh, an obvious, I believe, I need, I need to look into it. It has what seems to me to be an obvious canon pairing with the main character that you can completely ignore which makes yes. all of those cutscenes hilarious <laughs> yes now <laughs> no spoilers uh-huh but in future entries they're like well we can't actually do save transfers between platforms we'll just make every relationship a little bit canon and it comes off so funny. And then we end Fuck this series yes. with, I love all you guys. <laughs> the perfect it, it, JRPG harem scenario. I'm going to come back in two games with three children. It unironically <laughs> comes off like Reen had sex with every single person he's ever met. That's how it comes I off mean, in later games. Good. That's how it comes off right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Also, there are, and I, I saw a lot of cracked out builds for weird shit in this game and crazy stuff you can do with characters, and none of them were about uh, Elliot Craig, your your main healer, which is because he doesn't need a weird build. He is so fucking monstrously OP all on his own that you can be the dumbest motherfucker on the planet with the stupidest builds and the worst equipment, and this little ginger will keep you alive. <laughs> through every he's, boss fight conceivable. He's there's so many good builds in these games. I love building a caster character that's like, well, I gave him the thing that makes weaknesses more weak, like you deal additional bonus damage when hitting a weakness. Then I gave them the thing that makes the first spell they cast in a fight twice as powerful. Then I gave <laughs> them the thing that makes damage they deal with spells give them MP back. Then I gave them the, the, the super <laughs> spell you can only cast once per battle that gives that costs all of your MP and eradicates the field. It also gets these bonuses, by the way. That's amazing. <laughs> I was in, having in, trouble in, with one boss fight, and I just I took a look at all the shit I had available to me built two of my casters to cast as fast as possible and have them trade off with the spell that basically casts Reflect on the party and the spell that casts Mighty Guard, which negates one physical attack on the party. Nice. And just had them alternate that while I regular melee attacked a boss <laughs> to death. There's, there, it's so good. Like, how many RPG series can you go, yeah, that's my evade tank. <laughs> <laughs> They have they have a hundred and twenty percent evasion rate. You literally cannot hit them with physical attacks, and they have the thing that makes the boss always attack them. That's like Disgaea one strats there. Right. That's and so every good. time they evade something, they counter, and every time they do counter damage, they crit. Uh-huh. Oh, that's delightful. It it is good. Like this game lets you do silly shit because by the end of it, the bosses are hitting you for like two thirds of your health, so you need it. So is it called Trails Trails of Cold Steel 1 because you beat it in one play session? <laughs> How similar is Reen to just Tenchi? Like, is that like just... From Tenchi Muyo? Like, from Tenchi Muyo? Mm, I mean, they're really obviously the same archetype. Okay. I'd compare Reen more to, like, the protagonists of light novel where character goes to combat school. <laughs> 
Like, imagine a Kirito you didn't want to punch in the face. <laughs> One moment, I'm processing. <laughs> mm. This game also has a uh, an ease reference in it. There is, you go to a shop with one of the girls, and she looks at a strap that has Dogie on it. There's, okay. al there's also an entire character that's a Neptunia reference. <laughs> can, so glad. Can, aggro can aggro tell which one? I bet he can. <laughs> Who's the murderer? Mm. <laughs> They're in the room. It, it can't be the really obvious one, right? Yeah, totally. It totally can't be the really obvious one that looks and sounds like she's from Neptunia. Because mm -hmm. they had to pay it forward when Neptunia included Falcom Chan. <laughs> Jesus. I really love how, you know, like this game is, is set in the, the, the hero's ongoing storyline. So every now and then a character will show up, like walk into frame and the camera will hold and you can hear the studio applause go on because he's from an earlier game. <laughs> I'm like, but, oh, I wonder who this fucker is. There's, there's <laughs> not even that many in Cold Steel 1. There's you not have a lot, to, but you, what happens, have, it's great. You have to understand, Ego, just because a character walks on screen and another character says, oh, you're this person, or should I say the Red Comet? That doesn't mean that That doesn't mean they were in a prior game. Oh, no, I, I figured that out when they did it like 20 times. <laughs> yeah, that, that's just how Trails introduces every single character. That's really like, good. Like, oh, you're, you're, you're Arios McLean, or should I say the Divine Blade of Wind? It's, really it's so good. Like half the world building is them talking about, oh, have, have you met like Big Dick McSword good at? Oh, no, but I've heard of him. Oh, well, you're not going to meet him in this game. So forget I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think Laura, the sword girl is like, I practice this school of swordsmanship, which is which is the rival to this other school that all the big dick dudes use. But ours is just as good. <laughs> And then you meet her dad and you're like, holy shit, that dude's awesome. <laughs> it, it's true. He's wearing a scarf. I uh, I was like, well, how would this be relevant for a game of the year, right? And I was like, oh, we could do best old game and each person brings in their own, right? Right. And I'm like, okay, so Agra's might be that. What would mine and Bob be? Ah, oh, fuck, it's Red Steel 2, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> fuck. That game was much, much better than it was allowed to be. <laughs> Did you uh, did you have anything else you want to say about it, Agro, before we move on? No, I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Chris, what have you been playing? Uh, I played Mario Wonder. We talked about that. I played some amount more of Jedi Survivor. We got to the first big inclusion of Disney lore in the game, and I went, oh... Especially because it's one it's one specific thing that I really hate that Disney changed. Which, yeah, Bob, uh, I Bob I I'm not sure if you remember. Mickey Mouse is canon. Oh, no. <laughs> I won't say the contest existed, but Disney changed it to, uh, there's no such thing as a red lightsaber crystal, naturally. You have to put your evil energy into a normal lightsaber crystal, and that makes it red. <laughs> Boo. Yes, that is super lame, and they bring it up very directly in this game. Oh, that's always been so goofy. I never knew exactly where where when it came in. So, uh, man, no game's ever gonna look better than God of War Ragnarok, is it? 
Because that that's my example of really big high fidelity game that does not have this temporal AA shit, or at least not as much as other games, because it was a PS4 game also. It is less apparent. Right. Um, because you can have a higher frame rate and a higher resolution than other games in their 60 frames. In per, they probably have a better solution, much like Insomniac does. Yeah, Insomniac's got a really good solution. Because so, I'm sick of playing these next-gen exclusive games, and I'm like, yeah, you, you kind of look bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, as someone who normally, like... It, Agro, you, you and Bob have known me for decades at this point. Um, am I not the guy who's usually the most excited about new cutting-edge graphics technology? Mm -hmm. So it says a lot that as of late, every time I see a, a, a next-gen game, most of the time I'm just like, yeah, it's really noisy and blurry. At the same time, it kind of looks like shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm walking down this hill so Cal lightsaber's hair like switches to swoosh mode like he's moving fast. I'm like, that looks like shit. That yeah. looks terrible yeah the, the game looks way better when you're in indoors environments that are made of metal yeah it looks it, immaculate then right like the, but when you're out in the field which a lot of the game is like in grassy fields and stuff mm -hmm. it kind of looks terrible because of that huh weird um i'm looking forward to playing it <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i only got like one or two planets further because i also played a bunch of lies of p I'm like, well, I should probably, I'm interested. It's a Game Pass game. It doesn't cost me anything to play it. That game, I'm, the more I look at it as I play it, like the more in favor of it I become, because one, it doesn't have these terrible, like it doesn't look good enough to justify these awful AA solutions. Mm. Like it's not a super high fidelity game. In fact, sometimes they show like P in a cutscene. And I'm like, wow, you have like no textures on your skin. You're just like a solid color almost. It's like almost like a really high fidelity PS2 game. They show P in a cutscene and my brain's like, don't talk about Haze. Don't talk about Haze. <laughs> the, the game does interesting things with your weapons. Hmm. Where each weapon is actually two parts. A handle. And then a blade. Even okay. if it's like a baton. Mm-hmm. And the handle determines the weapon scaling and the moveset. And the blade determines the reach and, like, the base damage. That's fascinating. And, I, and you upgrade them separately. So it does put this interesting... Like, it's, it's almost safer to upgrade things because you can swap parts around. Hmm. I also think of the arm... Because the whole thing is that he has obviously prosthetic arm. Mm -hmm. Well, all of them's prosthetic. He's a puppet, but he hasn't a visually obvious one. Mm -hmm. uh, you start with just a punch that does a lot of damage, and then you get uh, like the Devil Bringer, where it can pull guys to you if they're small. It won't pull big guys to you, of course. And I cheesed a couple really hard guys because they were light enough to do that. And I'm like, you're charging up your your big unblockable attack. What if I just shot you with this grappling hook while you were doing that and pulled you out of the animation? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm only like two or three bosses in. I'm like at the first really major boss where he starts looking like fucking, uh, it starts looking like we happy few because it's just a big, it's just like a big steampunk police officer who's like an ogre. But it's like, yeah, this seems like it's this seems so much better than most Souls-like attempts, which I guess 
follows is part of why it's already sold more than a million copies and has a sequel greenlit. Yeah. Yeah, I heard nothing but positivity around this game. Right. But but this is the kind of like scope of game that I'm more excited about going forward where it's like yeah, it's 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 a game made with modern technology that isn't trying to be bigger and shinier still than PS4 games. Do you think we have that moment where Timothy Chalamet is just like, they clearly based the character on me, I'm suing, and then their counter defense is, actually, we're basing it on the guy they based Char Aznable on? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't think it's close enough for Timothy Chalamet to even get mad. Like, they, would, he, they have the same hair, and it's a pretty guy. They, it would those be are pretty kind of the funny, only though. two similarities. He might be the actor, right, Adrian, to be like, oh, sweet, I have to play as myself in this game. <laughs> He's like, yo, this is dope. That's true. <laughs> Although he probably doesn't play games because Tom Cruise was like, learn to learn to ballroom dance, learn to do all this shit so you're a more valuable actor. Don't do any drugs. Don't do any franchise shit. That's my advice to you, Timothy Chalamet. I did not know about this. That yeah, actually yeah. isn't bad advice. Right? So, I think it was like, don't let yourself get sucked into Marvel. That makes sense. I mean, this, look at what happened to Star Wars actors. Like, that's never been a good choice for them. I, so, a relative of mine's watching a Netflix movie. Allegedly, the number one movie on Netflix this last week. So, anyway, they're watching this thing. I have heard references to it. Don't know what it is. But, what's it? Chris Evans? So, Captain America oh, yeah, is yeah. in it? And his head looks photoshopped onto his neck. I can't look at him and not see the Marvel character and be like, that's not how his body looks. It's just fucking weird. It's just weird. And I spent like half an hour watching the movie and I still could not get past that mental block. Well, 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 you see, Dan, he's actually wearing clothes in this movie and doesn't have a costume VFX on after the fact. Right. So one might argue I've never seen his body, only ever his neck and head. Uh, I played one last thing. Oh, yeah? What'd you play? Psychonauts 1. Psychonauts 1? Which I played on Xbox compati- uh, backwards compatibility. That's not the way to play that game. Oh, what? Weird. You, sh- you should play it on PC. What? Because, one, it only runs a 30. Okay, yeah. Two, it doesn't have autosave, and the, PS- and the <sighs> PC version does have autosave. Three, it crashed on me five seconds before I defeated the final boss and I edited the entire last level. Oh, fuck that! Oh, come on. Like, and this this wasn't a transitioning through a load crash. This was a final boss swings that goes and freezes. And then I try to boot the game right after and it crashes on boot. And then I had to boot it a third time to successfully get it back. Uh, Last level of Psychonauts 1, notoriously punishing. Of course. <laughs> well, yeah, it makes you play it twice. <laughs> Psychonauts is a really interesting game. It's a lot better than I expected it to be from memory. Okay, uh, well, you, you played two, right? Yes. How would you say it compares to two? It has much worse game feel than two. Understandable. Yeah. Um, I like the writing more because, like, this is very Invader Zimmy. Like, it has that edge of like a character will just get just blow up and that's funny. Mm-hmm. And while Psychonauts 2 has a lot more of the what we're discussing is very important. It does, yeah. Energy, it energy to it. Yeah. 
So those are the real two big differences. Uh, okay. I think Psychonaut Psychonauts is interesting because it's so has so much adventure game DNA in it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like it's it's less about doing precise platforming or even combat and more about navigating this level in a linear fashion and seeing the jokes they wrote. Uh, and in, in fact, although there are, there are two levels that are like nothing, but look at the shit we made that are apparently the first two levels they made. And I'm like, you should, you should have given those a once over if you were actually going to use them in the game. Cause they're not, but the, they're because they're not bad, but there really is like keep hitting the button and watching the scene that plays until you get to the right scene to progress. Mm. Like it leans really into the uh, the adventure game element of find this item, use this item here. You can now progress. Now use this item there. But is doing that in that moment or however many moments you do that enough to really drag down the experience or are you just a little like, bit? Yeah. Okay, it it okay. feels like it. Cause they, they backload it so far in the back. Like I think the three final levels of the game, not including the punishing final level, which is more of a direct platforming challenge with very little comedy. Hmm. The three world levels before that are kind of the weakest three gameplay wise. And in terms of complexity and even in terms of comedy, so it feels like they made them and are like, well, these, we need to front load the good stuff. So we'll just make the back half of the game drag. Yes, mm. that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say, I would only say one like dips below. Okay, though. Mm. It, it, I expected there to be more stuff where I'd point and say, oh, you couldn't get away with doing that today. But there's kind of nothing. There's one, there's only like one thing that's really questionable where you go into the conspiracy theorist's mind and do his mind palace which is really funny because it has evil reptilian like g-men who are voiced by steve bloom <laughs> that's really good and they're, and they're all in disguise their disguise being they are holding an object related to what they claim they are doing so like there's a bunch of steve bloom's holding stop signs and like we are the road crew we are fixing the road and you can't progress through their areas unless you also have one of those items to fool them <laughs> all right i i need to i need to mine the voice clips for some sounds because some are really good <laughs> uh the housewife one that is just holding a rolling pin is <laughs> unbelievably funny <laughs> to hear steve bloom say I have not gotten through a day in several years without prescription medication. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> or, 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 or them holding the, the mourner's bouquet and like, I wish my loved one was not dead, but alive. <laughs> oh, man pretty decent game the ending kind of goes on too long you there's kind of an entire boss fight that i don't even think should be in the game it should just be a cutscene because it's just a it's just really not great uh the game doesn't gate you need needlessly except for once where it's like uh get eight hundred dollars hmm 
uh, to get $800, you need to get $50 to buy the thing that will let you more efficiently make $800 because you're never making $800 normally. Hmm. You have to buy a dousing rod to find hidden caches of money all over the overworld. Oh. Luckily, that took like 10 minutes. It does not take very much time if you know how to do it and, and know you have to do it so you don't get halfway through a level. And it's like, you need that shit from the store in the mm. overworld to progress through this level. Mm. So you better, you better fucking go get it. I... I think that this game definitely has better levels than Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2 is more like platformy. Like it's more of a straightforward platformer than this. Mm. But it also has less interesting levels and also isn't as funny because they they became less cruel, but cruelty is comedy. Right. Yeah, I get that. And it's like, the cruelty is like a, mi a midpoint episode of Invader Zim. Like, it's not even something that people go, oh my goodness, they're doing that now in 2021? Mm -hmm. But uh, it was neat. I'm excited. I, I expect that Psychonauts 1 and 2 will be good, and then Brutal Legend and Broken Age will make me think tim schaefer should be put in prison because that's right you're trying to cast your spell to make double fine disintegrate right or maybe by playing be, all their games maybe it'll negate itself and make them better somehow i don't know it's right? been two years since psychonauts 2 they sure sure should be presenting some new project at some point yeah i don't know modern modern game development isn't really about that here in the west we you know dragon age is a great example of a game and we don't need to we don't need to show things i mean look at marathon they didn't show anything with that and it's fine uh-huh we definitely don't have any news articles about that this week no of course we don't that'd be crazy but uh that, that, that's the only stuff i've played oh okay uh Ah. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Oh fuck, it is the Pod Lords. It's still spooky. <laughs> Look, I'm not giving up October yet! <laughs> you can't make me! Yes, that's right. The Pod Lords. Pod Lords such as BN12. E. Lee Broyles. Bountiful blessings to you all. Ominous. Does it end? Who knows? It felt weird to be like, we should cut this image before their season's greetings. I don't... Bountiful blessings to me sounds like what you would say to someone in your fake Thanksgiving celebration on an episode of Star Trek. <sighs> Red Blaze 27. Oh, fuck! The Padaru Lords! Ah, already! Oh. Already? Come on! Thank it's, you for waiting. It's November 1st. Second. I'm so still course. playing spooky music! Stay away! <laughs> you can't do this to me! You know, I you know I almost considered going into the Podlord channel and being like, I better not see any Podorus until the third week of November. <laughs> <laughs>
And I was like, surely they won't instantly have them. How wrong I was. How wrong you were. Rado. One out of one shades of wonderful remastered. WTF Spider-Man. Mr. I like spam. I'm here to tell you that Fall Guys beans are now canon to Final Fantasy XIV universe. The leading theory is that they are hell spots. <sighs> that seems right, yeah. DFW3K. Muckbun. May I offer you a dog in these trying times? Aww. You may. Aww. Small dog. He's cute. Kristen. I don't want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> Was this pick even related? Hmm. <laughs> Kyle Bjork. I left LA and all and all I miss is little Tokyo and my money. <laughs> Cooper Tank. When you know November has come, when it's gone away. Hmm. <sighs> Ugh. Mm. Ugh. Why? Why Kibune? Horrific. <laughs> 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 you, you can't escape him. <laughs> this is the opposite of art. Happy hello. Oh crap! I missed it. Uh, Hashere sorry, yo. Oh my god. <laughs> Indigo Sykes. The Splatoon community has an incoming friend request from Maynock! <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Congrats, Team Ghost, on their Splatoween win! I was- I'm just glad that there wasn't the Splatoon community forgiving Eric. <laughs> I'd have more questions. <laughs> Me, when I 100% Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and it's already over. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> It sucks when that happens so bad. A raccoon that loves his teddy bear. Aww. Shinji 16's 40th birthday party is going to be an all-day 2DX requests and chill stream Saturday, November 11th. And hopes to see you there. This has nice. a real... Come out to the community center. <laughs> I guess, uh, happy birthday is in order, uh, nine days from now. The Superman. You think I'd let you play this on your own? <laughs> I love God, this so God. much. I love God. this so much. You know, considering that he is hit bit... Jean Carrier is actually Jean Courier and just a white guy. This is probably pretty close to how Jean Carrier would look in real life. <laughs> yes. Yes. He looks like Beekman's evil twin. You think Troy Baker will ever see anything related to the Jean Carrier content? Like, what the fuck's this? <laughs> That's right! When we swing it around the room, the Doppel effect causes it to sound different! The giant rat just staring unamused. <laughs> Holy shit, ow. Um... Sarlene. Timothy Fister. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglespum. 
Lord Richter celebrating my birthday. Oh, new bit next week. <laughs> <laughs> Me, when the first snow of the season happens on Halloween, Great Lakes be crazy sometimes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I traveled to the new city for the Gigaboots HQ in the peak cold front of the year. And I'm like, <laughs> I sure am driving at 31 degrees. Hope nothing's frozen. Oof. This sure is a nice groovy Psychonauts level. Surely nothing messed up is hiding in Mila's mind. I didn't find that, so it's not there. Ooh. <laughs> nice. Hey, that's a great system. December is but a cage of the mind. You cannot escape the psychos of Gipataru. <laughs> yeah, she, she's gonna do the Yuji Rohanma thing from Baki where he just walks through a pane of bulletproof glass and like stretches around him first. <laughs> oh my god. I realized I've yet to introduce you all to the other half of Undead Unluck. Meet Andy, the goat. Sometimes dead is better. Alternate universe saber, but a space cop? Sure. I mean, there's everything saber, so why not? I, I don't have any evidence against that being how a space cop would look, I guess, I, other than the movie Space Cop, which is, you know, Red Letter Media's thing. I've watched Tenchi Moyo again, so yeah, that seems accurate. Yeah. I mean, like, is it a space bikini, or is that, like, unrelated? Unrelated, I think this is a summer one. I look at chat and I say, I see we have 12 sabers left. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, the Final Fantasy 14 event certainly did stay accurate to Fall Guys. Egg Scramble is still terrible. Ooh. I, I played so much Fall Guys last year when Cornbread Pockets came down. We didn't get Egg Scramble once. Lucky you. Dan, after selling me the OLED VR and tier ones. <laughs> Every time you put on the VR headset, I'm there with you in the room. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much to our bot lords. Thank you, bot lords. lords. And thank, thank you, everyone, for the mistake to not ascend to Padaru lords right now. <laughs> And if you'd like to become a podlord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get many benefits such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcasts. You also get extended and cut content from other shows we do when such content exists for you to be given. You also get an exclusive movie, Isolation 119, the only a movie you can only get on the Gigaboots Podcast Network Patreon. Uh, there may in fact be versions of it with commentary tracks baked in waiting for you on that patreon because we just did one yeah we did it you with a uh, dr orochi from twitch.tv slash dr orochi it was a uh, it was a really good time getting to see yet another fresh pair of eyes on the movie <laughs> you also get a uh, uh you also fund a monthly show either a public show where we review something horrible and you get a private commentary track on the patreon or a private show where you get to watch on a good thing. You get to watch a good us talk about a good thing that you get to vote on what good thing we get to talk about. That's patreon.com slash GB podcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends 
rate us on Thursdays, retweet these going live posts on Twitter, uh, rate us on your podcast app of choice, or leave a comment and a like on YouTube if you listen that way. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcasts. Let's get this baby news out of the way first. Um, apparently, oh, Chris is, Chris is a block of gray. Oh, let, no. me, let me see if these two clicks. Okay. Apparently, uh, Microsoft cut the benefit for 238,000 employees to get a free, they got free Game Pass Ultimate. Their employees yep. are fucking pissed. And Phil Gee, Spencer, that's definitely a thing you do when you're making lots of money. Phil Spencer's like, oh, I didn't know about this decision. Let me look into it. I'm like, how the fuck did you not? Pretending this, to be too incompetent to know what goes on in your company is not better than having made a bad decision. <laughs> like, so realistically, it, there can't be that many people there who play on Xbox. Realistically, like it's probably higher than the general 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 population. Uh huh. But can't be that high. Like this is such a nothing benefit. This is like if a store, like if you worked at a grocery store that gave you five percent off, and they're like, "We're taking that away." Yeah. Yeah, no, the cost to them is, like, not... It, it doesn't make any sense. GameStop actually used to do benefits for their employees where it was like, hey, this game company sent us a code, you want one? And that seems like that's more of a reach for GameStop than this ever was for Microsoft. Right, but weirdly, GameStop also didn't... Wait, no, did I get Pro for free? I can't remember. I feel like I had to pay for it, so... You had to pay for yeah. the Pro version yeah. of the GameStop card? Yeah, I had to pay for that, even though I'm, like... Well, this is, this is a great segue to the second bit of news. Uh, did you know that uh, as of like a few days from now, GameStop will not let you use, I believe, trade-in credit to activate like PlayStation Network bucks? Oh, they're fucked. That's the only thing I what? ever did with, with uh, GameStop cards. They're screwed. Out of business in two years. Yeah, let me pull Why? this up real quick to make sure I get the phrasing exactly right because they're called POSA cards, which is point-of-sale activation cards. Right. GameStop gift cards gift cards are no longer usable for POSA cards not, not starting just, tomorrow not even just trade in cards gift cards so if someone gets you a gift uh-huh you can't uh-huh they already took his ability away from being used being able to use your points towards it like uh-huh. two three years ago now yeah so this is insane because that's literally well uh-huh well th there's two other things directly related to this in my news so let's just get them out of the way let's go One, We'll do GameStop first before we turn the car around back to Microsoft. Uh, GameStop sells those scam protect your purchase warranties that every fucking point of business does at this point. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like 50, if you buy a console from GameStop, they're like, it's $50. You want insured to be, be insured for three years? Um... They will no longer replace your shit with new, with a new thing. It will be pre-owned or refurbished. That's insane. Bob, you worked at GameStop for a number of years. I did. That number's higher than anyone would guess. <laughs> yes. Um, do you have takes on, on this uh, policy change? Yeah, now it went from something that I, I could conceive someone buying to something that should never be purchased. And if they try and give you a refurbished console, do not take it. Yeah. Take it used. Like, every, that's all you can get? Every time, because that's not provably broken. Right, whereas the, the refurbished... The refurbished was at one point and was probably not masterfully repaired. No. Yeah, never buy any refurbished hardware. It's none of it's ever good. Yeah. This, I, this, hey, hey, GameStop. Hey, you dumb assholes. You're selling an insurance policy. 
Yeah. That means you suck it up if some years it's a little bit worse. This says to either one, GameStop is in way more dire straits than I thought. Yeah, both of these ports two, of make it seem like that. Or yeah. two, the failure rate on these modern boxes is maybe too high. No. I God. haven't heard enough about like failing of these systems to, for that me to feel like that. Yeah, I mean, our fan base is even large enough where anecdotally speaking, we should have heard a lot more like, oh, my system yeah. failed. But the only one I know of is Agro's, which failed in a very specific and peculiar way but now might be a prime candidate for hacking to play PS4 games at higher frame rates. We should look into that. What was, um, like, those things are not used that often. That's why they're such a big money baker. Right, that's like, why the margins are, like, 99% right, profit. Like, like, maybe 10 or 15% of those get redeemed. Mm -hmm. I know that having worked there for, God, 14 years? Something yeah, there something about, like that, yeah. It wasn't... It was like a monthly thing at most that I'd see him come yeah, in. They, it, well, it's not a daily thing. It's not even a weekly thing. Right. And I'm of sure, course. I'm sure they like, I'm sure it's like bring in the console and we refurbish it and sell it to somebody else. Like, I'm sure that's how that works. Is that how it works? That yeah. They, you works. ship off the bad one and then they, they sell that as refurbished later. Mm -hmm. And you, so you, they, you, so you lose almost nothing by giving you a new one. Right. Cause they resell the refurbished one, like what? 30 bucks off, something like that. And, and then the, the resurface fee, but and Whatever. It's, it's worth noting you worked at uh, at minimum three different game stops, right? So yes. it's, this isn't a, a bias towards you working at the bougie one out in the tourist no. trap or anything like that. No, it really is that rare of a thing, which makes sense. That's how all of these insurance plans are. And yeah, most of most of the ones that are brought back are the already the used ones because those are the ones that are already busted. Like, Weird. <laughs> like this is terrible, and 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 that point of sale card shit is like. The thing I would do every year almost is like, okay, what games do I am I never going to want to play again that mm -hmm. I bought this year? Yeah. They're going to GameStop. They're turning into a Steam gift card. That's my budget for the Christmas Steam sale. Um, Where it's the gift cards, that is actually separate from the trade-in credit. So I don't... But that is the trade-in credit you can give to someone. So yeah, if you thought the, about it that way, that like the, someone trades in a game, they turn into a gift card, and then they give it to you, you can no longer... Um, unless they left it as a trade card. Trade trade credit is completely separate. Different card system and everything oh, from gift cards. So, so a trade so, card, you, so, so you can still use trade and credit to buy a Steam gift card. That's If it baby. stays in your locality. But the thing is, the important part here is even not even getting into this nitpicking. Mm -hmm. There are parents getting their kids GameStop gift cards that can no longer buy yeah, exactly. the V-Bucks. Like that, that's the main thing of like, you buy a gift card for someone, they expect to be able to use it on anything in the store, like V-Bucks. You know, like a fucking gift card! Yeah. You fucking assholes! Like, in a lot of ways, this is more insane than if it was just a trade and credit card, because at least the, then it has some weird... Like, it's in its own box, whereas the gift right. card's supposed to be everything. Mm -hmm. we're, we're in this fucking area where... This is the death spiral. Like, this is yes. the where can we cut anything? Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't have any ideas on how to how to write this ship, so we're just gonna die. The, we the, have an entire generation of upper management who don't understand anything other than maybe if we can cut costs on the lowest end, it'll fix everything. Right, because we're now at a point where, like you're talking about, we're generationally out of any management that's ever had to actually compete in any markets. <laughs> 
God, it feels like decisions made by the insane managers that are store level. They're like, I can make more money here by not doing the various policies. <laughs> like, I simply wouldn't give them their money back for that, even though it's completely as in policy. Bob, this sounds like a hypothetical and not something you, a former GameStop employee of 14 years, had to deal with firsthand from a GameStop manager yes. in the last year. That, in fact, happened uh, to me. This, and I've had, this, I have worked this, under those people, too, and they always been like, Dude, no, bring it here. I'll, I'll do the policy for you. Right. <laughs> I, I'll give you the good deal as in the deal we're supposed to give you. <laughs> Please come back to the this, store ever. Please. <laughs> this, this isn't this isn't directly related, but it, it, any of the point when you were at GameStop, Bob, did they try to pay? Were they still trying to pay people with the funny money cards sometimes? Because I remember people talking about how GameStop had the funny money card oh. they would put your paycheck on. Um, they They cycled those out a few years after I started. Um, which it was a, a debit card they would autofill, and then you could all, always switch it to like going straight to your bank account or doing a check. Right. Like if you didn't okay, want that card, I, they would they would send you a check. Because I remember check people be like, yeah, yeah. Why do they why do they give me this card that takes a fee out sometimes? Why don't they <laughs> mm -hmm. just give me a check? Right. Yeah. The only people who successfully transitioned to that, I believe, is Walmart, because I think Walmart has a system like that for compensating employees. That's just a default, I believe, or something. Yeah, I feel like I, I worked know. on one yeah, company that did that. That actually came after my time at Walmart by a few years. I just heard secondhand people sort of vaguely describing it. I was like, oh, OK, what the fuck? Whatever. Um, um, with that, I guess we should get to yeah. the Microsoft point. We talked about that. Um, so starting November 12th, or maybe 13th, it's, it doesn't really matter, in, in less than two weeks, uh, all third-party project products will be blocked on Xbox. Controllers, oh. peripherals, my assumption, because, because, because I've seen a couple theories. One theory is, well, they don't like people using this wacky gadget to play with keyboard and mouse against console players. That isn't it. It, the only thing that makes sense is they're sick. If you search for like Series X storage card on Amazon, you start getting third-party ones first. That are like 60, you know how Xbox has their proprietary storage expansion. Yeah, it's through Seagate. So technically it's branded, but but uh, I thought they opened up that that yeah, restraint I, I, right, last I, year. I, so I would assume it's much more on the controller's side because like that one's still pretty well on a leash being only different brands that they prove. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the case with that. I don't, uh, I, either way, I that think, wouldn't be via USB, so that would literally have nothing to do with... Like, oh, it's only USB things. Yeah, as far as I know, all the accessories are like USB related. In this case, like, I, I, I'm... This is a race to the bottom. Every company's being the shittiest they can possibly be at all times. They literally are doing this so people have to pay them a licensing fee. Yeah. Um, you and P this is another one of those things that was a a, a miss like a misstrategization from Microsoft because I've seen like the most brainwashed Xbox people be like, but you made all the you made such a big deal about accessibility and people being able to use whatever co co controllers they wanted. Like I I I know so many disabled people who use third party controllers. Microsoft, what what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, they're they're not a coherently made. This is a thing that I see many people, especially journalists who should know better, a trap they fall into where they act like Xbox is not part of Microsoft, like it's separate oh, yeah. somehow. Yeah, uh -huh. no, we've got yeah. 20 years of people doing that. 
which like is the bizarre. Structural, the structural, the negative structural effects of how massive Microsoft is now. 240,000 employees. Like the management of that somehow doesn't touch Xbox at all. Yeah, because Phil's got this under control. <laughs> yeah, but if Phil has a problem and can't do a thing for them, uh, somehow then the corporate structure exists to be blamed for Phil's shortcomings. Right. But like, yeah, the yeah, they did that update to Killer Instinct earlier this year and implied more and then banned all fight sticks. That's because they're a massive top heavy conglomerate that can't execute a coherent business strategy. They're too big to execute a coherent business strategy. Okay, so relevant to bring up right now, um, apparently the CEO of Microsoft has certain performance uh, metrics that if he meets, he gets a pay bonus. Um, and this year he did not meet the Xbox ones. And we know the percent for that. It was publicly stated. It was something like 4.3 or 3.4. I'm dyslexic. Percent year over year growth in revenue. Mm -hmm. He didn't hit a 3.4 or 4.3 revenue growth year over year, which is troubling. This is year three for your console. Yeah. Uh, but next year, that performance, that specific clause has been removed. The Xbox clause is gone. The other departments remain, but the Xbox gone is one. Uh, one is gone. Uh, so yeah, I wonder if the licensing and only allowing official first party condoned accessories has anything to do with them wanting to have an extra revenue stream. It's a real fucking mystery over here. They even said that they're going to be more aggressive with uh, with like authorizing stuff for third parties like that, but mm -hmm. it'll be you know selected and obviously they yeah, can official. Yeah, it's like hey, I, I'm sure there's people right now at, at whoever's in charge of that killer instinct being like, we were trying to get something going here, assholes, and you just cut our throats. Nobody's gonna look at killer instinct at all now. Nobody's gonna look. They had a chance to get anybody, even one person, to be like, I like fighting games. I'll go with Xbox. No more. You just killed it. So, yeah, that's, um, and, uh, you know, I got to stress, it really is a race to the bottom. Every company's trying to fuck you as much as humanly possible. When Sony did the thing with the DualSense at the beginning of the PS5 launch, where you couldn't even use a DualShock 4 to play on the PS5. Uh-huh. This is just the continuation of that. One person in the market will come up with a shitty practice and everyone else will go, oh, that's a great idea. We should fuck people too. Xbox sat here and they marketed themselves as the people who are more consumer friendly for three fucking years. And their primary way of conveying this was, well, we have no next-gen games. Pretty consumer friendly. And we have now a subscription service where you own, own nothing. That's consumer friendly. That's, that's so consumer friendly. friendly. According to a lot of people who have lobotomized themselves. Well, the Series S is cheaper, so it's poor person-friendly. Ignore the fact you can't fucking have a disc and lend it to your friend the number one way I played games when I was super poor. So, yeah, uh, I fucking hate this. I'm fucking sick of this. This really sucks. I wonder if that Xbox original brand controller we have for the Xbox the is even working. Yeah, the Duke. Will that even work anymore? I could find out in the middle of this podcast. Is oh, the, up well, the, the updates are rolling. Yeah, it's not out yet. Yeah. Apparently, there are multiple updates. They will just keep going, and more conceivably well, more devices it, will. Just, just wait two weeks. You can test it live then. I'm like, yeah, during us playing through an Xbox game on stream, because we have one of those. Bob, do we even have a game plan that's on Xbox? Do we have one? One game. We have so many stream goals. There's got to be one. Think Surely there's, there's something through via back compat. Right? There's gotta be something like mind tech. 
Mind Jack. Yeah, Mind maybe. Jack. Yeah, that's got it. Maybe. Yeah, I think Mind Jack's on it. There we go. We can check that. Project Eight, motherfucker. Tony Hawk Project Eight doesn't run on a modern Xbox. <laughs> if it did, we would be in a bizarre alternate universe that's way better. <laughs> if if Microsoft makes Tony Hawk Project Eight backwards compatible on the Xbox Series. I will not say anything slanderous towards Microsoft for two calendar weeks. Same. <laughs> I swear. Two weeks. And, I will and, certainly and I, bring I up will, Project 8 a lot during those two weeks. <laughs> I will go so far as to say if they do the most horrible thing during those two weeks, doesn't exist to me. I have to pretend it never happened. Good <laughs> <Ooh>. Lord. <laughs> there uh, is yeah. no war in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> uh, community Halo Day. Well, do that on PC. I have a Series X, so 4K oh. 120, and it doesn't have to text the PC. Yeah. If I was just playing Halo, it'd be on the PC. Right. But you know. Where should we go in news? Should I just go through the rest of mine? Because I have less. Go to bomb. Bungie! Yay! <sighs> Bungie has laid off several employees. I don't think we have an exact count even now. Yeah, I think the last I heard was around 100 people. Okay. So like 8% of their whole staff. Uh, these include people who have been there for 30 years, like Michael Salvatore, the most senior composer. So they basically went, hey, you know the, the music in Bungie games? That, that won't be there anymore. This is the second time I've had to hear that. Yep. Incredible. Great. Um, despite initial reporting that this was Bungie's autonomous decision, it came out that, no, Sony told them to make cuts. They got to pick who got cut, but Sony told them, make cuts. God. Corporate consolidation is so fucking cool. Uh-huh. Uh, th these cuts came before the affected employees got their stock in Sony that they were going to get as a result of this acquisition. No! Of course Sue their did. asses! Sue their asses! Fuck that! Yeah, their no, unvested disgusting. shares went back to went back to being owned by Bungie. Disgusting. I. Uh, they also fired these people oh. on the last day of the month, so their insurance immediately ended. Oh, if they had fired them one day later, it would have been through through November. <sighs> Guillotine. Yeah. No. These last day firings like this need to be illegal. Ugh. And I feel like we hear that that exact story several times this year, even it's like they wait until the worst time they possibly could. They will screw the people over the most they can. So. Yeah, Bungie does not. Some other things came out about it too. The uh, apparently they brought a bunch of people in that played Escape from Tarkov to like streamers to play Marathon and see how that was. And none of them were interested at all. And this is from a reputable YouTuber who covers nothing but Destiny. Which uh, people uh, are taking this as like, oh, well, the game must be bad. I'm like, I don't know. I like you, you brought in Escape from Tarkov streamers. Like, yeah, that's. That like doesn't you, tell me much. You bring in a bunch of heroin addicts and be like, you guys want to try pot? <laughs> no, thank you. Do it, you have like, any heroin? 
It's like how um this was this was this is ancient at this point, but the guy behind Steam Spy who used to work at Epic and then left when Epic's like we're gonna be the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a thing where he's like, there is no game in existence that has existed before I wrote this or will probably ever exist that will get Dota two players to play something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. He, he went he went through a list of like here's all these enormous games that had impact on the player base of every other game. Dota 2 remained unchanged through it all. They will never play anything else. So I don't think Escape from Tarkov players not wanting to play Marathon says anything especially damning about Marathon, especially when additional sources came and said, yes, they did that, but they were like, yeah, more Marathon's still three, four years out. Uh, originally, they were planning it for 2024, and then this event caused them to delay it to 2025. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Um, not only real quick, want to get this out. There are like two or three layers on which this is annoying and repugnant. Mm-hmm. Um, one, Chris, what Chris was saying is magnified even further that these are escape from Tarkov streamers. Yeah, I wouldn't ask game name streamer Jack fucking shit about anything other than game. Yeah, even like, if you are literally just trying to make the same. Yeah, game. even if you're making your chocolate chip cookie, that motherfucker's sworn. They're sworn to the cookies they eat. Right. And it sounds like they didn't let any Destiny 2 streamers into this event. Like, this was just Tarkov. Which would have made a lot more sense in a way, because at least the aesthetics and feel and other things would have. Uh, I've seen people alleging, alleging, that they didn't get to play it. They only got to see it. Mm. Which, if that's the case, that's even worse. Right. But either way, why the fuck are you asking a person whose entire livelihood comes from this brand of chocolate chip cookie. Would you ever eat another brand? Hey, yeah, hey, get, Kevin Butler, would that... you would you shill a wee? <laughs> when, you, when you get that deep into somebody being like their life being one game, they become attached to every single aspect of it. Every mm-hmm. single one, no matter how minute. So right. it's pointless to ask them about anything else. It's in fact, this is the exact same. This is damning on Bungie from the angle of this is the exact same mindset. Well, we'll pull people away from these other games that decapitated every studio that tried to take on WoW. And that tried to take on League and that tried to take on Overwatch. Where it's like, no, it you, you can't. Store brand game never works. But innovation is hard. <laughs> I mean, Valorant worked. There's your one example. And also League of Legends work because it's the Dota well, 2 right. or the Dota knockoff in a sense. But it was, but Dota wasn't like a thing you could buy. It was still kind of embedded they, in Warcraft was, 3. Yeah. Yeah. It was embedded in Warcraft 3. And, and Valorant was kind of a new thing. It, it was like a fusion of Counter Strike and Overwatch type gameplay. Yeah. And Apex Legends work. And that's also, you know, not a, a sort of Fortnite adjacent thing. Right. But the thing but is, I, like, but none of those it's things peeled people off the other thing. Like, it it mostly doesn't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Clearly, Apex Legends is the reason Epic is becoming insolvent almost and starts mulching <laughs> the fucking people they <laughs> merged with, consumed. Man, uh, I, I do think that's, like, every time Bungie comes up in the news, it's like, hey, these guys don't know how to run a live service game. These guys are, are not to be respected on that angle. And I think it, it becomes more obvious every time we get new news from it. 
Like apparently I, they're at an all time low as far as like Bungie players or sorry, Destiny players being happy. Yeah. And they saw a 42% lower pre-orders than expected on the final shift, which then they delayed. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It, oh. And there's it, also it been stuff coming out about, hey, people working on the game have a bunch of stuff they know players want. They can't get through upper management. Weird. Ha. Mm -hmm. So anyways, how much did Sony buy these uh, people for? What was it? Seven billion? Four billion? It's like four. It was four. It included 1.2 billion for talent retention, which seemingly just fucking went out the window considering we're barely more than a year out. Yeah. And they're firing 8% of their staff. Also, uh, you made that comment while I was out of the room about uh, it seems like we we m many times this year we've gotten the you were fired on the worst day humanly possible engineered to be that way. Um, yeah, it hasn't even been two months because the embracer thing. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the Saints Row studio was the same fucking thing The we had people on Twitter being like, oh, yeah, no, now I have no medical. <laughs> yeah and other timing so reprehensible. oh yeah absolutely these people aren't human um i literally cannot stand anything less than people who cover games for a living being sympathetic to anyone who engineered this situation mm -hmm. it is so incredibly frustrating to have sympathy for the people in charge <sighs> yeah hey you, you know what'd be cool the games as a service fucking crashes. Destiny 2 looks like it's having problems. Yeah. Marathon uh, never comes out is now a possibility. What if um, it's a radical idea? What if what if um, the people who made Halo made a first person shooter with the story? I know. Just hey, a normal you, fucking shooter. Maybe now, there's Dan, a multiplayer mode and you can yeah, play maybe there's it. A, maybe there's like capture the flag, maybe a death match. There was, yeah. there, there was a full fucking decade where Sony fans were like, oh man, Halo is like the crown jewel over at Xbox. I wish I had Halo, but I don't care about anything else. And then they bought the people who made Halo and they just want to make a games as a service fucking escape from Tarkov knockoff. Yeah. Look, I, Halo I, as a series was drastically under monetized. So clearly the thing we needed to do the right to ship there was to turn Halo into a live service game. I'm sure nothing would ever go wrong with such a brilliant idea. You're right. Yeah. I think, I think Halo Infinite has had lower player counts than the Master Chief Collection for like three months now. You mean its entire lifespan? It's it, because I'm pretty was, sure it's there was, been... There was a period where it was higher. There was a period where it was higher initially. I was like, I think that lasted a month at most. Yeah, I'm like, that. I'm pretty sure that was launch period. Maybe if it ever happened again, that's cool. But like, you shouldn't... A new product, just ask Jim Ryan, a new product has a, a considerably unfair advantage against any old video game. So obviously, Halo Infinite should have done gangbusters for a, a significant amount of time compared to the older games if it were actually good. Man, I'm so glad all this game's service shit is killed. I'm so glad. It, it, I'm so glad we genuinely seem to be at the end. We do, yeah. As someone with no real attachment to Bungie, I'm glad they got bought just to tell Sony to cancel all this shit. <laughs> at least one good thing came out of that purchase: the complete destruction of Jim Ryan. <laughs> God, I. 
isn't it so fucked that up I have to be, well, these two guys I hate decapitated each other <laughs> right. with left hooks. So at least one good thing came out of the fight. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. Let's let's move on to some other news. Okay. Uh, so so they showed more of Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines too. Okay. Paradox might be the worst publisher in the industry right now. In terms of <laughs> fucking over the people they have working for them for no reason, and in terms of management not getting it on a level I didn't think was possible. Like we already had Paradox go. No, we make a weird hey, hey studio that made XCOM make a weird Marvel XCOM that nobody will buy and then we'll fire half your studio. Probably oh, on the last day of the month. <laughs> creators, creators of Shadowrun and are creators of the new Shadowrun and the new BattleTech. No, those games don't have good enough margins because Microsoft gets a cut. Make an entirely new new thing. We'll fire eighty percent of the studio before it's out and write the entire game off as a loss. Because we sold nothing. What a literally nothing. What a great industry. And now it's like, well, here's here's our follow up to one of the most well regarded cult classic computer RPGs of all time. Uh, you can't choose anything about your character. We we are very pointedly not showing you the combat of this game that's supposed to have combat. The dialogue options are Fallout Four level. There's four options. They're all the same thing. Voiced protagonist, even something Bethesda realized was a bad idea. Woof. Yeah. None of us are like big PC guys. So Paradox gets woefully little coverage for how fucked up they are as a publisher. Because they're also the ones that are like, uh, here's a bunch of bad DLC for this game. Buy it or we'll never support the game again. Oh, that was them, huh? Mm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're Total War, I think, and in all the World of Darkness games. Are they City, are they city Skylines also? Oh yes, they are. God. They're also City Skylines. Oh, this, is, this is looking bad on them. This is looking so, really bad. So what, what seems to happen is that Paradox Entertainment went public and immediately turned to dog shit. Cool. Like they became a publicly traded company and it flicked like a light switch. Uh, Total War is Sega, but... Oh, okay, man. Total War Sega. Yeah, just insane. Okay, I think I was thinking of like Victoria and Europa Universalis, mm. like DLC that was bad. Mm. Yeah, just that game's that is going to be one of the most embarrassing games to ever release if it actually comes out. They still have a year to cancel it. They've That's sure true. been writing off. They've sure been. I, I wonder at what point they look at their recent output and they're like, let's just cancel it. Man, Agro, that's a really good looking donut you're holding there. Where'd you get that? <laughs> uh, moving on. Don't worry. Sigil 2 comes out December 10th. <laughs> if you don't know what Sigil 2 is, Sigil 2 is a brand new episode of Doom 2 made by John Romero 
he made Sigil 1, which was a, a, a new chapter for Doom 1 a couple of years ago. And now he's making Sigil 2. It's going to have two soundtracks, uh, an instrumental one by I forget who, and then like a, a, a MIDI one from a classic boom shoot composer. Uh, there's a very scary possibility I'll be some asshole who shows up to Game of the Year and is like, my number 10 game is Sigil 2, a map pack for Doom 2, a game that came out 30 years ago. How did it run on your Intel 486? Because Sigil, Sigil 1 was supposedly real good, but I didn't play because I'm like, well, that's Doom 1. I don't have a super shotgun. What's the point? Mm. <laughs> Fair. But Doom 2, I like... Doom, Doom 2 is one of the greatest games ever made, so... John Romero flexing his level design muscles with with a uh, with I think it's specifically he's like yeah I'm just gonna use GZ Doom so I have all these other features that didn't exist back in the day right <laughs> do all these things with it I, I'm sorry I couldn't hear Chris say Doom 2 is one of the greatest games ever made without just hearing the rise of the triad credits <laughs> <laughs> well it's true <laughs> true that Doom 2 is one of the greatest games ever made but uh, yeah that's when Sigil 2 comes out I've been I'm excited for that he's He's John Rivers implied, yeah, like, yeah, like after this, I'm gonna make a new map pack for Quake. Cool. All right. Good for him. And good for the gamers, unlike the rest of our fucking news so far. <laughs> uh, m m minor thing. Cliffy B wants attention again. This happens this every anymore? couple of months where he, where he comes out and says a bunch of shit, desperate to get attention from anybody. Uh huh. Because he does, he doesn't have anything else going on in his life. Like that thing a couple months ago where he's like. I'm talking with somebody and we're going to get lawbreakers back. And then like two days later, a bunch of people said he didn't talk to anybody about this. <laughs> uh, but he's like, I think, I think the time's perfect for a God of war style reboot for gears of war. Give me a call Microsoft. And I'm like, they're not <laughs> right. Oh yeah. That fucking like, Oh, Cliffy B thinks there should be a reboot gears of war. I'm like, yeah, anyone who played four or five could tell you that. But he, he was specifically like, please call me. I'll do it. I'll direct it. I mean, yeah, I'll that's... put even more divorced guy energy into this one. Yeah, he will. He has a book about like himself and every, the interview he did with, uh, what was it? Ryan McCaffrey. Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh -huh. About that book was fucking insane. That dude. He would love your attention the, and money. <laughs> the cool thing, the cool thing, the cool thing about malignant narcissists is they're always way too willing. They have no self awareness despite being malignant narcissists. So they'll just tell you shit no normal human being would tell anyone else. Right. Yeah. I I would state some funny examples, but that's okay. I don't need to bring up any of that. And here. And, and, and finally, uh, Toby Fox put out an update on on this. The uh, <laughs> fourth anniversary of Deltarune? Yes. Wait. Third? Yes, fourth. Oh, fourth. I thought it was the end of 2020. Okay. No, it was the end of 2019. Where he's like, yeah, uh, Deltarune Chapter 3 is almost done. My original plan was to release 3, 4, and 5 as one chunk, and that's when you pay money. Uh, we're only releasing 3 and 4 as a chunk, and then you pay money. I also hired a new producer, so this shit can hopefully start going faster. Yeah, because it seems like it seems like he was producing, and it seems and producing is a different skill set than a creative. Of course, ultimately. yeah, especially when you're managing. Like Toby Fox doesn't have a physical studio. This is all remote work done. Mm -hmm. So you need like a really good producer to get to move that shit along at like a reasonable clip. What's Vinny uh, Vinny Caravella up to nowadays? <laughs> 
So, uh, I knew this was going to happen. Like as soon as it, like it, we were going on two years is not even a hint of anything of like three. Oh, three's almost done. I'm like, Oh, this is going to come out in more parts than you implied. Isn't it? And that yeah, seems to be the case. Releasing three chapters at once seems insane. Right. Especially so. since chapter one and two combined are about the size of Undertale. Except with higher fidelity assets. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. It does look radically uh, higher fidelity. So, yeah, that's good. I, I want Toby to take as long as he wants with the whole thing, though, considering this is literally something that came to him in a fever dream, a literal fever dream. Literally. I had the idea for my next game while I was deeply sick and had a high fever and the whole game was spoken to me. <laughs> That's really good to have that be the experience when I remember there's some interviews and stuff I saw that was like, after I made Undertale, I spent a long time thinking I might just be a hack and that might be the only time <laughs> like I'm able to make a thing that's good or important or whatever. So it's really funny to be like, then I got sick as hell and God spoke to me. <laughs> um, so that's neat. That's all my news. There sure was a lot of horrible things in there, but there's a couple okay things. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to say on the Cliffy B thing real quick. We transitioned away from that a little bit too fast for me to get it out. Um, it's really funny. Cliffy, for like at least one to two or more years now, has been uh, communicating to everyone in the game industry that he's above games. Because he's now doing like musicals and other things. And he's, comic books. And comic books. He's a uh, multi-industry, multi-math. So he he doesn't need video games. So it's really funny for this to come out where he's like, I, I need video. Let me make video games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could fix Gears of War. <laughs> I still think it'd be hilarious if they did do that. Because we do have kind of want to let him do it. Right? Oh, yeah, no, they should let him do it. Because, like, they end on a cliffhanger in, in five. And it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's the worst horrible. thing they've ever written. <laughs> Even if you signed up for four and how it went, I feel like no one signed up for five by the end. Yeah. I. So it'd be hilarious to see what he thinks is a God of War 2018 style reboot. Gears. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Because that's what he said. Like, this wouldn't be a continuation. This would be in some way a reboot. So is he just going to take some of the half-baked ideas from four and then just do his bizarre version of that? It's like, here's Marcus and his kid. <laughs> is it still a shooter? I don't know. <laughs> I assume it's still a shooter. The funny thing is Gears of War 5 is by no means a good framework, even mechanically, oh. narratively, anything for a game to come after it, which is why I keep saying, if you played Gears of War 5, no shit, you know they need to reboot it. Mm-hmm. Good lord. Wifent happens at the start of the game. Exactly. He subverts your expectations <sighs> by doing it at the beginning. And now he's just ripping off John Wick. Marcus Phoenix is cutting down trees with his lancer that now has an axe instead of a chainsaw on the front. And he can throw it and it comes back to him. <laughs> Magically, we're reaching new levels of hack at every second. No, we, we couldn't figure out the comeback thing. It just sort of regrows. <laughs> oh, this is a new self-regenerating nano metal, Marcus. What the hell? This isn't how we did it in my day. <laughs> making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Oh Bang. no, Marcus! The nano metal has killed your wife. I can't believe it beat me to do. I mean, oh no. <laughs> My wife, I miss her so much. They sure did kill his wife in the transition between the two games. Fucking hate gears. We're moving on. Hey, Bob. 
Hey, I Let's got talk news. about anything that isn't the story of Gears of War 4 and 5, especially. What about some acquisitions <laughs> that happened in the industry this month? <laughs> the bar's never been lower, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> so Atari is acquiring Digital Eclipse. Those are the guys who okay. made the making of Karateka, the Atari 50th anniversary, the Street Fighter 30th anniversary. They, yeah, they're that those people who do those collections. Frank, they, Frank Cifaldi doesn't work for them anymore, does he? I think he's still there. Uh, yeah, I think sure. he's still there. He might be a consultant uh, or something. Yeah. Um, I, I just remember him being like, no, there's, there's literally nothing you can do about input latency. Just accept all games will feel bad in the future. And I'm like, no. And then some people held him up as a reference of like, this guy says he's in the industry. And I'm like, he, he sure is in the industry. <laughs> uh, but they, but Digital Eclipse also did the first Mega Man Legacy collection, mm -hmm. the Disney Afternoon collection, the SNK 40th Anniversary collection, and that and that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga collection from last year. I would like to remain positive and be like, the making of Karateka is a very well-respected uh, game collection from this year. Uh -huh. That thing's literally Metacritic's 90s. <laughs> Which is insane for one of those. Like, right. can anyone here name a time a fucking collection of games ended up in the '90s on Metacritic? <laughs> I can't. Um, I probably could if I if I went through like candidates, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm more worried. I'm more worried with this with this in acquiring Night Dive that Atari is setting themselves up to like contract and take everybody who does collections and good ports with them. Yeah, that's always a threat. Would that really happen in this industry? Right. Yeah, what, 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 it, it kind of just literally just happened with Embracer. Could it happen again with a company that has the exact same energy? Atari. As Embracer, since, since Atari, who is not actually Atari, by the way, it's some new company with the name of Atari. Yeah, of course. Four times removed from the original company, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have absolutely the same energy with Embracer of like, you guys are trying to like get some big deal going, aren't you? That we don't know about. <sighs> um, they say they'll be able to keep working on other IPs other than Atari. Well, that's good because well, I would I'd like them to make so. a game ever again. Right. Um, yeah, of course, worrying. Not much else to say. Okay, let's move on. Devolver Digital is acquiring System Era Softwares. Who? Softworks. Who? Uh, they made the Astroneer. A game that released in 2016 and uh, in early access on Steam, and that's the only game they've made. But I guess they keep supporting it. I big thing news is so predictable. I need to set one of my Corsair gaming keyboard hotkeys to acquires. Yes. Yup. God, it's been so bad. This year feels like it really has ramped up. But who knows? Maybe that's just been three years straight. I, I mean, the COVID buff for gaming was really huge, and it feels like we're still just in the phase of the companies who didn't acquire a lot during that are now acquiring, and the people who uh, acquired a lot during that are shedding. Bad. Yeah. That won't happen again, though, right? No, we're done now. Okay. Epic, everyone gets to stay employed forever at Epic. Mm-hmm. Man in charge said so, and I trust him. Uh, they say they're working on a new game and that they will continue to support Astroneer. <laughs> Set another button to layoffs. <laughs> God damn it. 
another acquisition happened today. Uh-huh. Sony Interactive Entertainment's acquiring iSize. It's I lowercase size all caps. Who? They are a UK-based company that specializes in using AI to improve video streaming quality. So increase or make fit rate more efficient and have higher quality visuals. Yeah, that that actually makes sense. I mean, yeah, like this. Um, if 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 you're aware and have an NVIDIA GPU, one of the OBS settings is literally like using um, psychovisual tuning mm. via AI to make the bitrate a little bit more effective to what a human would notice as good or bad. Yeah, this. Yeah, this yeah. actually doesn't seem too bad. Right. Like that's huh, weird. Probably a small UK-based company with few employees that they will not right. fire all of. Probably. I mean, yeah, a company <laughs> like that literally is basically designed from the ground up to be acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, nothing I'm saying is supposed to sound derogatory, so please don't take it that way. They're not artists. They're engineers who engineered a solution. So, yeah, I feel like this is just natural business. Right. Huh. And it's one of those things like, no, this is what AI is meant to be used for, not right. Not what most of it is. Right, for. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, like, for example, like, like, for example, like, for example, yeah, what a segue <laughs> video game. The finals that I talked about last week, it's a terrible looking game. Um, that's like a new esports wannabe thing. Uh, but yeah, all their announcers are AI based. They didn't pay a single actor. Yeah. The fake esports commentators are all AI based. And I'm just listening to, it and I was like surprisingly convincing for AI. Right. Um, but there is just the deliveries are wrong. On a number of lines? Yes. It's shocking and unnatural, but it sounds believable. It sounds believable, but it doesn't sound natural or good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just assumed it was people in their office, but I should have known that the audio quality is a little too good for that. Yeah. Because um, for people who don't know, it's a really tiny studio. Like, this studio is not a big, mean thing. It's the people who ran away from DICE because right. of all that, just making new studio. So kind of surprising. Yeah, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> but Bob, they couldn't afford a voice actor. They couldn't they couldn't afford a voice actor. Not one. They could not one. <laughs> Gianni charges too much. So you do what we did back in the day. You just grab somebody who already works at the studio mm-hmm. and have them record the lines. That shit is charming. Yeah. No, it is. It genuinely is. It is. It's way more charming than AI. Yeah. God, so terrible. I got other news, though. Okay. Things that weren't so terrible. Okay. Undernight Inverse 2 Sis Cells. What? Uh, It has an open (laughs) beta. It's going to be November 17th to the 20th on PS4 and 5. So that's cool. Oh, like Sis Celeste. So it's like Sis, like System, colon. Yes. C-E-L-E-S. All together. Shove that all together. Yeah. Okay, so Undernight in Birth 2, Sisyless is doing an open beta November 17th through 20th on PS4, PS5. Yep. Fantastic. So you can try that out. That'll be pretty cool. Does it have AI I don't think it has AI commentators. Huh. I don't know yet. Huh. <laughs> huh. Uh, they announced a new Sonic video game this week. That surprised me. Okay. Uh, it's an Apple Arcade game called Sonic Dream Team gonna be out december 5th it's actually a 3d platformer you play as sonic tails knuckles amy cream or rogue whoa Rouge. sorry rogue, what the fuck 
Yeah, it was like X-Men crossover. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I believe... Looks very nice. Yeah. I hope it someday is on something that I would actually like to play a video game on. Right. Do you know if we're still signed up for Apple Arcade, Dan? Uh, yes. Okay. I really should have canceled that. But, yeah. But we are, yes. Frame rate looks also, a little choppy. I, I really like the... Uh sheep character that's the end of the trailer and the splash screen that's supposed that i guess is a new character yeah i see that they have like a crescent moon on their forehead they seem yeah. cute it's apparently set in a dream world yes so this makes sense so that is pazuzu <laughs> <laughs> but it is not nights in the dreams don't be confused bob it's okay well no. yeah only yuji naka would want to make nights into dreams over and over again and he's in prison that's true we sealed him <laughs> we sealed him away <laughs> now dreams are the only place where he can be free <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Grand Blue Fantasy versus Rising is delayed two weeks to December 14th. That shit was this year? Yeah. I thought we didn't even have an actual launch date. Jesus, I'm sure as hell not getting it this year. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Um, but it apparently everything they promised to like do all the balance changes they wanted to make that they announced last week were like, it's gonna take another few weeks to make sure this works right. <laughs> okay. All right. We bought, got a bunch of Tekken and 8 announcements. They did like a pair up with IGN to do a month of announcements for them. So they announced uh, returning characters Zafina, Lee Shaolan, Elisa Basanovich, Basanovich, Devil Jean, and then the new character, Victor Chevalier. Victor seems cool. Victor seems really cool. He's just old dude in a suit uh, who has a cyber katana, pistols, and uh, like double knives. He's he's a guns the duel character crossed with Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yes. Also, were we really pretending that Elisa Boskanovich was not going to be in this game? Like they're going to ship a Tekken without the robot girl? Yeah, no, don't. That don't, ain't don't fucking happening. I was a little surprised to see Zafina was coming back. I was like, I guess they're fans. I guess. <laughs> Zafina was new to seven, right? She was new to six. Okay. I couldn't remember if it was six or seven. Okay. Yeah, also, Devil Gene, I was like, didn't they announce him already? <laughs> I feel like if you announced Gene, it would be weird to not have Devil Gene. Right? <laughs> it's, um, it's like you announced Gene, but didn't say he got better. <laughs> It'd be the sickest trailer in the world where Gene shows up. And then Devil Gene walks in from the other side of the frame. <laughs> uh, but Vincent is uh, voiced by a famous French actor. Uh, sorry, Victor is voiced by a famous French actor, French actor Vincent Cassel. Um, I guess he was in Ocean's Eleven and some other big stuff. Ocean's but... Twelve and Thirteen was it? I don't think he was in Eleven. Okay, maybe he was yeah, just Twelve and Thirteen. Twelve and Thirteen. Um, and Black Swan, and then a bunch of French movies. But he seems like a well-regarded actor. Uh, the visually, like, looking at him compared to the characters, like, oh, I think it might visually be based on him, too. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that character looks cool as shit. Yeah. No, Once again, Guns the Duel, Colonel Sanders. It's so. hilarious to see another trailer. It's like, yeah, this guy shows up and just kind of bad mouse and owns Raven. It's like, this needs to stop happening, happening to Raven. Oh, is Jesus. that really what happened? Yes. He's like, oh, you've gotten better. New Raven or Raven? Uh, Original Raven. Original original recipe Raven. <laughs> yeah, because they already had <laughs> new Raven coming and be like, 
dude, you still suck. Yeah, no, <laughs> so that's depressing. Two games in a row. That's so sad. <laughs> that Raven's cool. He is cool. He's Blade. Great Blade he's, is cool. He's even uh, honestly, I would argue he's cooler than Blade. He's like cool <laughs> tech and Blade. There's, there's there's an extra spice and layer to it. <sighs> my my wee brain just went tech man Blade. Yes, guess character, please. Yeah, uh huh. That's where this we're going game. after Seven's DLC characters, Tekaman Blade. This, this isn't gaming news, but did you guys see that shit about Blade in the MCU this week? No. Where they were like, uh, oh god, it's it's all fucked. We're all fucked. People keep leaving this project, and nobody knows what to do. At one point, it was like a romantic comedy where Blade was the fourth lead even though they have a fucking Oscar winner on board to play Blade. And it just seems like that movie's not even going to happen now. Like, it's so far in development hell. Why? This is on top of, like, all this other stuff being like, nobody nobody in management at Disney knows what to do with the MCU. They're, they're considering breaking the glass and begging Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and uh, whoever Black Widow was to come back for another movie because shit is dire. Man, shit is the insane over there. What yeah, the fuck? The, pro the projections for the Marvels are... They're lower than Quantumania. They're of lower course. than Ant-Man 2. Are they lower than WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, you took, like, already one of your most unpopular, like, superheroes, Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Paired him with a, a character you introduced in a TV show that no one watched. And then have a third new character that no one cares about, like like no one knows about them. They might be a Marvel hero in comics. I don't even know. They are. They are. They. They. Uh, their name is. Uh, God, it's Monica Lambeau. I think is what her name is. And See she how was, he's talking was, about it in that way. Like this. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't fully. Remember. The most thing. The the biggest thing I remember about her is that she was on Next Wave. Which was a, a, a well-regarded comic from fairly recently, and by fairly recently, I mean the past twenty years. Yeah, but yeah, this shit is over. Yeah, it feels like a fucking mess over there, which it is does. really weird because I understand a little bit of the after Avengers Endgame and all that sort of fallout of like, oh, that was so hype that anything coming after it's gonna need to be a little low key. But now it seems less like a little low key. And now it seems like we have no idea what people even want anymore. Could you imagine? Could you imagine anyone else who makes product on the scale Disney makes product? Not understanding. Like you show up at Popeye's Chicken, they're like a burger. <laughs> like the level of not getting it. I feel like they've been in for at least a year straight now. Has been really bizarre. I genuinely thought they would recover by now. Right. Like it's just after that newest Spider-Man. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing, uh -huh. which is crazy. Yeah, I don't know. This is really, this is really weird. Uh, when I read that news of allegedly they're thinking about just asking those old actors back to do a new one again, I'm. That was inconceivable to me. Mm -hmm. I think the Black Widow one's the funniest because it's like, yeah, you probably shouldn't have killed her off and then made a movie like a year later with her as a lead. Like what were yeah, you they already broke there? that Yeah, you were once. already what what were you doing already? So I wouldn't be surprised at all bringing her back, but everyone else is like, "Oh my god, what?" Yeah, apparently the Marvels also had a bunch of reshoots. They 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 did that entire Ant-Man 2 to set up Kang the Conqueror and then that actor had legal trouble and that movie didn't do good, so it's like maybe we just throw all that shit out and 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 make Doctor Doom the villain of the next MCU phase. If they did that, that would be really smart. I would absolutely be hyped for a Doctor Doom thing. Mm -hmm. um, 
Unfortunately, that side's a Fantastic Four, which is like exponentially uninteresting. You say that, but I feel like Fantastic Four has more name appeal than anything Marvel has made. It does in have, years now. It's, it has that, but only because they've been making stuff for character Chris can't even name immediately. <laughs> you think Disney oh, remembers um, that they own the X Men now? I don't think they do. Otherwise, that should have been step one. Right. This is this is this is another thing that um God what. Apparently, uh, Nia DaCosta, the director of the Marvels, just left in the middle of that movie's production to go do a different movie. Like, they didn't leave the project. They just left. they like, I'm going to London for a few months to do this other project. Goodbye. And then did. Wow. So cool. Glad to know that they have good content plans. They have great relations with their directors. What else can we get going on over here at Disney with the MCU stuff? It really feels like it couldn't be much worse. <laughs> yep. I have one more thing on the Tekken story. Oh, okay. It was all uploaded on IGN. Uh-huh. IGN should be railed against for how badly they upload videos. <laughs> they have 4K labeled videos that are like, they look like 480p. They look hideous. Well, yeah, they want you to have the experience of watching a video on their website right but on youtube <laughs> um <sighs> night slashers remake was announced uh what the hell is night slashers i had to look this up it's an old uh like beat em up arcade which looks pretty neat okay uh i guess published by sega i think okay uh but this one's being published by forever entertainment known for panzer dragoon remake and also the front mission stuff. I was just getting to that. Oh. Developed by Storm Trident, the guys who made the front mission games. Remakes. Both of them. Yes, both of them. And Magical Drop 6. It looks unbelievably bad. It looked however bad you think it looks. If you, uh, you, you might, are picturing in your brain, listener. It looks worse than that. It the literally... only comparison I can think of is Sonic, episode, Sonic 4 Episode 1. It looks worse than that. Yeah, it looks worse than Sonic 4 Episode 1 by it, a lot. It literally looks like, like Chris and I both ended up in the same space upon first viewing this trailer, where it's like, this looks like something some hack company with the rights to something would have shipped for $10 on Xbox Live Arcade in 2009. Yeah. Look, we drew all the frames. Looks good, right? It no. looks just a little worse than if Tom Goes to Mare was was a game a beat em up it i are these, that are sounds these incredible guys? i want that it, I don't. it looks it looks more to me like they made a model put a shitty filter on it and then like grabbed frames of it yeah you build the uh, meter the and same. then you you deploy your maxed out meter and it's like rick dick 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 it's screening it's like cleaning the screens <laughs> this is the same studio that put out that front mission remake that has the machine yep. translated text yeah 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 like we were talking about yeah this is and uh oof. i'm gonna everybody who fucking ran defense for that terrible panzer dragoon remake this is your fault i mean it is one absolutely and two like you can't even this time you can't even be like it's nostalgia i don't even fucking know what night slashers is this just looks bad right i didn't even know those were the people making it right yeah you would bob through the trailer and i watched the trailer 
I was like, oh man, yeah, this looks like something like, you shipped for ten bucks in two thousand nine. Like you can't, hey, hey, morons, you can't put this shit out when Shredder's Revenge, River City Girls, and Streets of Rage Four exist, especially Streets of Rage Four, which basically would atomize this if they were in the same zip code. It would right. just drop dead. Yeah, of course, you literally can't put these two games next to each other because if you do, then you'll look at Night Slashers and go, so that shipped on phones when? Yeah. 2014. I mean, you can just put it up against the original game and be like, oh, what the heck did you make? Wow, that sounds a lot like mm. the Panzer Dragoon remake. Yeah. <laughs> Man, let's, okay. Let's move on. Um, there's a new mobile Kingdom Hearts game got announced called Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. Uh, it's going to be out next year. It's a GPS based action RPG. Uh, I assume that I assume that means that like you will find encounters based on GPS like Pokemon Go and uh, the Monster Hunter one that launched recently. Right. So the intro sequence like Pokemon Go where they, they're like, you're a Pokemon trainer. Here's all your kit. They just brand you with an X. <laughs> we can see everywhere you go. <laughs> the main character is like Kingdom Hearts Bloodborne Men, which I think is pretty funny. Like he has the, the but, but he's like wearing white. Yeah, I just was like, he's a pi wearing a pirate hat, but it's, it's a white outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's set in Scala Ad Kylum. Uh, really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, the beta when in Scala Ad Kylum? <laughs> it, it says in a time that's destined to be forgotten or something like that. So presumably so probably, it doesn't presumably exist. Presumably above the bubble. <laughs> yeah they, they show a character they show the back of a character who i'm pretty sure is somebody from uh that the union cross mm -hmm. but who knows like a, i'll care when they make either make it a real game or make it a cutscene compilation movie they release on a collection like back cover and whatever else because they'll do that if it's ever if it's gonna matter right yeah they won't actually expect people to play this I might play this. <laughs> Depends on how bad the monetization is. I need to know. I'll try it out like I did with the Final Fantasy VII one. And yet you didn't with Monster Hunter. It's almost like I have almost no attachment to the Monster Hunter franchise. What? You're no, you're supposed to play every GPS-based phone game. Oh, that's based on a popular that. IP. Yeah, you have an attachment to like Pokemon Go and I, this Monster I, Hunter and I, I, now I, this. No, I liked. I, I played Pokemon Go because it was Pokemon. No, you need to go outdoors. Go outdoors, Bob. That's <laughs> this podcast is about one thing. It's going outdoors. Obviously. Um, also, there's a beta this year for the UK and Australia. Only them. That's rude. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, my final piece of news. Oh. NetEase Games is putting together another new studio. This one's called Fantastic Pixel Castle. Uh, interesting thing. It's actually designed entirely around remote like first stuff like everything's trying to be fully remote so remote workplace yeah remote workplace interesting um it's led by greg street <laughs> which sounds fake and brock avenue uh but he worked on uh wow wrestle the lich king cataclysm and mists of pandar also was like lead designer for age of empires one through three in mythology so it was like oh Oh, I might care. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a bad pedigree. Are, are those good expansions, Chris? Uh, Slash aggro. <laughs> I like uh, I like Wrath and Mists of Pandaria. I don't really like Cataclysm. And now uh, the aggro take. 
Kata depends on whether or not you are running endgame stuff, but Wrath ruled, uh, and I don't just say this because I'm a Frost Mage. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the team's going to be made up of uh, a lot of people that worked on World of Warcraft, League of Legends, Guild Wars 2, Fortnite, Overwatch, and Valorant. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, they're working on MMO. It's called a uh, codenamed Ghost. And we're going to find out more about it mm. next week. <laughs> Guys, I turned away. I hadn't read the next line of news. So my reaction upon hearing this, what the fuck you mean they're making an MMO? Yeah, I this, assume these this, dudes were just going to make another StarCraft knockoff slash like those other guys. No, they, they, these are the uh, directly the MMO guys. <laughs> these, I'm getting really strong and terrifying wild star vibes from this announcement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Especially since they're announcing we're starting development on a big service game in the midst of the corpse field. Mm-hmm. When they're all dead, it'll just be us. They'll have to play our game. <laughs> uh, but I guess we'll find out more about it next week as they do some sort of live stream where they talk or we see more people working on it and they want to involve the community early on. So they wanted to get feedback from people immediately. Now, this may seem weird, but I honestly believe now is a good time to try an MMO because none of these games as a services or MMO. That's true. The only MMO to launch recently was that Amazon one. Right. Who knows how the new world's doing? Yeah, and the only MMOs that are like currently relevant are old ones like WoW and Final Fantasy fourteen, And that one that Amazon brought over but didn't actually make that I can't remember the name of right now. That thing. Yeah. So that's really it. So I feel like maybe now is a good time. Maybe. Um, and again, the, with the, I think the most exciting for, for me for this, like the only reason I think this is, could be good is, oh, it's fully remote based. Like it actually is dedicated to that. Right. Like that's positive for the industry of course because then you can hire people from basically any country too right and that they even say that in the announcement like yeah we right. can just hire talent from wherever we can get the best people right exactly i'm sorry chat is begging me to say also runescape which i i am that, i i will sign up for saying that into a microphone that i mean I, that again falls into that very old mmos are still popular wait what but nothing else runescape's old <laughs> Let me go get the Vox emote. <laughs> no, old MMOs are like EverQuest 1. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cool. I can't just type the word new. I did actually get to see as a streamer said something, and then their chat, me included, just started posting that emote of boxes, and they're like, what? It's not old! It's not old! <laughs> Uh, there, there was a really there was a really funny bit on Twitter the other day where Pat stares at uh, kept saying that Star Ocean 2 was like 15 years ago and people were like, no, add 10 more years. And then he's like, God damn it, I can't. No, that can't be right. Our Pat, pictures weren't good that only that long ago. Pat, Pat, I'm the same age as you, buddy. You played this shit in middle school. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm still. I'm in high school now. I swear. Wait, bad is he's yeah. like, no, it can't be that long ago. I'm still in high school. Oh man, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but that's all my news. That's it. We yeah. es we escaped the news. Well, uh, people will be interested in knowing tomorrow will be the second and final vote for what is the theme month. Ooh. 
of the first wave of the Gigaboots Dotathon. That will not end. <laughs> uh, during said stream, we will be playing a game that I have not played, which defies expectation. I really should have beaten this at some point in time. Mario Galaxy 2. For people who don't know, I love 3D Marios. So it's really fucking bizarre that I've only played 20 minutes of Mario Galaxy 2 ever. So, since Mario Galaxy 2 is a chunk of a video game, you have quite some time to stop on by and vote for what will be the theme month from the Wave 1 rewards. Also, we hit some... We hit some terrible goals. I'm going to look real quick just to just to confirm like what exactly is happening. What's up, Chris? Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to put my finger on on the uh on the on the bowl, on the scale, scale. Uh-huh. on this voting, but I will say you guys need to read what Dan and Bob put in that demon pit. <laughs> <laughs> There's some fucking shit in there. Yeah, it's fucking vile. It I really mean, is maybe, just the maybe, worst we could have made. It maybe is the best like all awful games, all irredeemably terrible games, but perhaps the best collections of streams you could ever get. <laughs> I mean, it got a lot of votes the first voting period. That's People true. read what was in there. It wasn't like last time where there were too many, so it was cho choice paralysis. There is just, it's nothing but bad. Uh, and, you know, I might as well bring this up, so let, let me, because this happened right at the end of the Castlevania stream, like literally right at the end, so I didn't know it happened. But let me take us over here. You can do it, buddy. I believe in you. Good job, Photoshop. You changed between two different monitors with different scaling. Let's uh, go ahead and pop this up over here. And we, uh, we hit a goal. No. We hit this goal right here. I don't like seeing what goal is next. We got X-Men Destiny is now a game we'll have to stream. <laughs> And the next goal is drink masala soda for public gay boutiques. Now, for those oh, of you who... Oh, that's so good. For those of you who don't know, masala soda is a uh, soda we picked up at a an Indian grocer in the uh, city that is the new Gigaboots HQ. And I, in fact, bought two more sodas to bring back for this Gigaboots Eats episode. So that means... Agro could join us for it if he wants. You know, Agro, have you ever tasted a soda and went, I wish this was savory and salty? I know you're doing a bit, but I have had that thought, and I have read about drinks from the 18th century that are like that, <laughs> and I'm kind of intrigued. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be. Uh, sometimes I watch like a bartending YouTube channel. Uh -huh. I just remember them making a drink from like a 60s drink cook, like a drink manual called i think like a beef fizz a beef fizz yeah uh-huh oh it's like beef broth and seltzer <laughs> oh that's strong y you know what this is i feel like definitely in the domain of those drinks mm -hmm. because for people who don't know me bob tosh and spiff all drank it when we went up to the new gigaboots hq city last summer and all four of us spit it out. <laughs> yeah. We didn't swallow. We couldn't. Weirdly enough, though, they did not have the exact brand I bought last summer. But they did have two different flavors by two different brands. And I, I turn around the soda, okay? I look at the back to look at the ingredients. And it says, artificial blank flavorings. And it says a specific word, but I don't remember it. And next to that, in parentheses, it clarifies what that means. It says cumin. 
You ever want to drink a cumin soda? <laughs> I, I might. I don't know. I didn't try that one before. I think the flavor I got was the other kind. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna find out uh, if we hit that goal. Yeah. In a in a great public. No, not Cuban. It doesn't taste like a Cuban sandwich. No. Cumin. Cumin. The, the spice. <laughs> you know, for coomers. <laughs> yes, that's what they love. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, like the worst thing we'll ever have on Gigaboot Seeds. I mean, since we already did the the uh, peanut butter, the no calorie peanut butter. No, yet. I think that soda was worse. I didn't. I didn't spit out the peanut butter frame one. <laughs> <laughs> Bob and I and uh, Agro, if he joins us, we just need to get a spittoon and sit it between us. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Got to carry a bucket around with you like you're in a fucking wine tasting. Yeah, you can see it. You can see it in the frame just barely sitting on my lap. This bucket. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyways, that's uh, that's what's happening. So feel free to stop on by tomorrow and vote for the the theme month that you shall receive. Maybe push us past that goal to drink. I, I love a lot of different, like, I love groceries for, like, uh, you know, cuisine from other countries, mm -hmm. you know, like Filipino markets, Korean markets, Indian markets. But that soda is the worst fucking thing I've ever fucking had. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else I bought for the Indian grocery was fucking awesome. Like that snack mix and that other stuff. Fucking great. Shit. While I was up there recently, Spiff picked up a yogurt mango drink. Oh. And I was like, oh, I wish I got that, but I don't have anything to keep it cold all the way down and yeah yeah right. that's not something like, you want to let warm up yeah no that's uh it, was, it looks so fucking good oh i did i got a a drink just at the local asian market that was pretty good oh yeah what was it it was a, a tea was a it was green tea flavored with something i hadn't heard of hmm. uh but it had a picture of nami from one piece on it <laughs> uh and it was actually really good <laughs> great bob that's that's great hey chris what do you got coming up in the next week uh on saturday and probably sunday or some other day starting on saturday and then finishing you know, on another day before the next big thing to mention i'm gonna play brutal legend make sure to uh show up for those streams because there's a lot of licensed music in brutal legend yeah yeah i can't guarantee that anything will survive coming to youtube yeah yeah they might not even survive like VOD storage on Twitch. Yeah. I, uh, I've missed too many of these streams of Chris's in the last month because my sleep schedule has been so fucked up. I keep waking up at 6 p.m. Right. And when I wake up at 6 p.m., my first thought isn't, Chris is streaming, get there. It's, oh, I'm fucking awake. God, I feel <laughs> like shit. Uh, so hopefully I also get to join for this Brutal Legend stream because my sleep schedule is somewhat I fixed now. I do not know anything about Brutal Legend. I know that it is a, an RTS they tricked people into thinking was an action game. Yeah, the demo is not RTS-like yeah. at all. So every time I've ever heard somebody talk about it, I'm like, that is simply not at all what I played. I hear it's I know short, that. so you might actually finish in one stream. I would imagine. Maybe, we'll see. I know that, and I know that Bobby Kotick had a lot of quotes about saying, 
he kept needing more money and time for this game. I looked at the game and thought it was shit, and then it came out and didn't review well and didn't sell well. I was right. Yeah, so happy. we'll see if he was right. Yeah, happy Tim. You may be you made Bobby Kotick right. Right. Mm. We don't know that yet. I have to give it the official test. <laughs> like he to... sure loves Jack Black, though, because I think he tried to get Jack Black in every subsequent project. He did. Even when it made no sense and massively bloated the budget of the game. Who knows? Maybe Jack Black did it for barely anything. That's true. I I, I did enjoy. I think it was the Game Awards. 2014 or 2015 maybe even 2013 where one of the celebrity guests was there and he was talking to tim shaver and he's like yeah you mentioned all these uh all these celebrity voice actors who are in broken age how much how much of the budget did that cost and then tim you saw like tim shaver's face like collapse inward <laughs> as he became unable to say anything yeah i think this was a couple months before broken age had to announce uh, we ran out of money, so the game's in two parts. Yeah. Yeah. That... It's in kind of incredible how bad Tim Schafer is with money. Like, that's his most notable feature, is a game designer. I saw some confusion, so in order to prevent the comment section filling with this, originally Vivendi was publishing Brutal Legend, which became Activision. And then they let EA do it. They're like, you can have this game. <laughs> and then Recatello shambled up and said, oh boy, a good video game. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, Agro. Hey. 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 That's a good looking donut you've got there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got a nice tactile feel to it. <laughs> It's some heft. <laughs> you can tell I by can how feel its girth. <laughs> Bob, you know it's fucked up. Ah. I tweeted that donut. Handsome Joe's like, I know exactly where that is. And I'm like, buy the donut. <laughs> Jesus. That man's well traveled, evidently. Yeah. What do you got going on in the next week, Agro? Uh, well, now that I've climbed out of that hole, uh, <laughs> I finally get to go back to Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, you have to finish right off uh, while I try and heal the hole in my head that Chris maliciously put there. <laughs> That's just what co-hosts do, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to try really hard to, to finish that game before I jump into any other long JRPGs <laughs> that I need to play before the end of the year. Yeah, you're not planning, planning on picking up Star Ocean. Yeah, I would you? like everyone to help me by pretending that Star Ocean has not come out yet. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Big Think Dimension. We will see you all next time. Oh, my God. Yes.
Thank you very much for watching this episode of Big Think Dimension. Big Think Dimension is only possible because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to early episodes of Pokemon Go to the Movies and Chugging Bleach, commentary tracks for 70 or so movies, the access to the movie Isolation 119 with three commentary tracks of its own, and countless other things. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. Hey, Bob. Yeah? Did I tell you about this donut? You did. 